Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. We're talking to Neil. Call 5670560 toll free for David Brown or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Reed Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Score side 3-3 three, three at the bottom of the 17th. One ball and one strike. Coombs into the windup in the 1-1 pitch. Swung on, driven deep to right field. You can kiss it goodbye. Oh, baby, did he get that baby out of sight. He cremated it. Sometimes to train 
You don't need to have much of a brain As long as in the shower after you work out You don't mind placing someone's balls in your mouth They know that white screen can be messy and too smelly That's why they like to rub that KY on their belly I wanna be a wrestler Entertaining morons just like you I wanna be a wrestler And maybe run for governor too As long as it attracts the crowd I don't mind going down Rubbing teepees in a scissor lock with some clumpy queer 1005 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. Boy, I'm a day ahead or is it a yeah, day ahead this week? I was positive it was Thursday. Is that like wishful thinking is what I want? Uh-huh. Positive. I thought today is payday. I thought it's today we got the ball game at 1250. That's tomorrow, God damn it. Anyway, the reason I played that wrestler thing again is we ran out of time yesterday. And uh, by the way, thank God this is a show we don't have 26 minutes of commercial spots an hour. <laughs> My apologies to the morning guys, by the way. Now I understand why they have to keep backing that last break up as close to the top of the hour as possible to try to squeeze a little bit of show in there. And thank God that we had like some agreement, even though they backtracked and lied about it, I don't want to say screw in, about the number of the maximum minutes of commercials they could run in this show before we started here. And just like I told her right to her puss, that screw in. I said, if we, if we let you run 50 minutes of commercials an hour, you do it. And she just laughed. That fucking bitch. Yeah, that's right. So we have no spots radio, I mean, all spots radio in the morning, giving new meaning to the uh, word uh, no-show, because there isn't any more. Good luck, guys. You'll need it. 26 minutes of commercials an hour, which you don't take a mathematician to figure out almost 50% of each hour. And then, you know, then you put in the update. Stop and think about that. How many updates do they do an hour on a morning show? Two? Oh, I think they do two. I know you don't listen, neither do I, but I mean, uh, I think they do two. So what the hell is that? You, you put in like a three or four minute update twice. Twenty six and eight is thirty four, huh? And then of course that silly rejoin music they got coming back. Well, what does that leave? What do they got? About fifteen minutes in there? Christ Almighty! What are you guys complaining about? Just because nobody's going to listen anymore? What are you bitching about? So anyway, yesterday at the end of the show, as we were running out of time, unfortunately, we had two. Now the first guy, the young guy, I thought he was a put on. Maybe he was getting uh, psychotic. Okay. Because once you start, I'll give you a classic example, a good analogy. Sam the Sham, our promotions man, was just in here. And I opened up that uh, uh, Cunanan book, the uh, the second one, the one by uh, Gary Indiana. And I showed him that picture, which nobody has ever seen before. Don't buy the book because the last third, like I told you, sucks. But go into your bookstore and just kind of peruse through it and then look at the last picture if you want to see Cunanan dead on the bed. I mean, if you're into one of those people who want to see dead people. And if you know Sam Douchebag, our promotions guy, and you look at that picture, you'll say, oh, my God, what happened to Sam? And he walked out of here. He, did, he had no comment. He looked at the picture, and he just kind of shook his head. He's going to be thinking about that for days. That's going to be disturbing him tremendously oh! to know that he had like a twin, a gay twin brother. And speaking of that, getting back to wrestling, so yesterday at the end of the show, we had two calls, and then we ran out of time, God damn it, because Hank was on there at the Lipton. That sounds, you know, what does that sound like, the Lipton? That sounds like really fade to you, you know. I know it's a tennis tournament. It sounds like real fay to me, the, the Lipton. Huh? Like a tea thing, which it is, by the way. Yeah, like like a little demitasse. Huh? <laughs> it sounds so dainty. Oh, yes, we're out at the Lipton. 
Oh, God. But at any rate, so this thing about wrestling, which I didn't think was all that revolutionary. And then, of course, Booker Brian did that great bit about it, which I think he was right on target. And the last caller there yesterday, that guy who claims to be a neighbor of mine, and he made a very bizarre comment. He said, oh, no, professional wrestlers are like, uh, you know, real. I know a lot of them, and most of them are real fine gentlemen. Well, why couldn't they be fine gentlemen and be gay? I mean, I, I'm a fine gentleman. I'm a fag. What's wrong with that? You know, and unfortunately, I ran out of time before I could straighten this guy out, so to speak. Then, lo and behold, in the sports sections in both the Herald and the Sun Sentinel this morning, the all-county, the all uh, all-Broward wrestling team. Now, I don't, I'm not casting no aspersions because these guys, first of all, are all high school kids. That's number one. And number two, uh, I wouldn't touch any of them with your hand, by the way, George. But nevertheless, no, seriously, I mean, I'm sure that they're all fine, upstanding young gentlemen. But there are pictures of these guys in these one, in these very silly-looking one-piece uniforms, these outfits, these skin-tight outfits. And, of course, you do realize the reason that they have them skin-tight and coming all the way down to the knee or just above the knee is so that nothing kind of like... When it gets erect, kind of like sticks out, because that that would be kind of embarrassing, you know, huh? Right in the middle of a wrestling match, and there's a stiffy hanging out right there on your thigh. That would be bad, huh? And of course, this way also the opponent can't like reach in there, you know, like if you're wearing just like a like in other sports, you know, pantaloons like shorts, they could reach right in there, and then it'd be real dangerous. So this makes it more challenging, which is why there's so much groping and grappling and grunting going on. So we're going to take a survey on that today. By the way, I have a whole list of uh, different occupations in sports, and we'll find out which has got the highest percentage of, well, you know. Sick person to Dr. Jack. Sick person to Dr. Jack. <laughs> Plug in your machine, cause there's no turning back. Oi! Sick person to Dr. Jack. <laughs> I've got no digestive tract. And my hose is dead, I'm no good in the rack. Another sick person to talk to Jack. I'm looking very Wow, boy, talk about a quick end, huh? And that's uh, what's going to happen to Dr. Jack. He's defended himself. He's uh, in hot water, I guess. Well, he believes in assisted suicide, and that's why he's doing it to himself. So anyway, we have, uh, what should we do with those tickets, by the way? Uh, we do have a pair of tickets at Greg Reed. Thank God he only stood as far as the doorway with his mono, which he's spreading around the building like crazy, because he believes in that kind of mono-a-mono approach to uh, management. 
And Joe Castello's pick today. What's up with that? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Joe Costello was out sick today. What did I tell you? Man comes in here. He's got mononucleosis. I warned him on Monday. I said, he told me about this. His whole family's got it. He got it. The reason he got it is because it's highly contagious, and he comes into work like we need him here, like a hole in the head. Although he does have a pair of free tickets. Now, the game is sold out tonight. Big, big game. Is Pavel playing tonight? No. No. Some really interesting stuff here before I get back to the wrestling stuff. You know, Gorgeous George, everybody knew Gorgeous George was, uh, well, you know, professional wrestling has always been a, uh, you know, always been. That guy that called here yesterday at the end of the show, I mean, you know, you're so full of it. I understand that it's a blow to the image of the whole thing, but anybody that does not... See, this is unfortunately what the so-called straight community can't deal with. You know, when those of us fags have to point out to them, you know, like, like disco, you know. We had to, like, hold you guys by the hand and drag you right onto the dance floor and show you that disco was where it's at, and you protested with all the bumper stickers, disco song, and you still liked it, you know? You liked it a lot, but you pretended you had to put on an act you hated it. All the arts, everything, you know? Artsy fartsy, everything, every every kind of uh, clothing, you name it. How's Johnny doing, by the way? Oh, not too good. Won't see him no more. Anyway, Pavel Burry is close to returning. There's, there's so many things that I find just amusing and amazing. But he will not be back for the Ranger game tonight. Will he be back? No. No. Will he be back uh, Friday? Well, it says it's likely he'll be back Friday versus Nashville or Sunday versus New Jersey at the latest. Both are home games. It feels better, but it's not there yet, Bure said of his knee after Tuesday's skate. Friday, eh, I don't know. Hopefully it's not too much more time before I can come back, he said. Well, we only got 13 games left. They're only fighting for their lives in the playoffs. Well, I, I don't know, you know. What did I tell you about him? He's great. He's the best. But uh, he don't know. You know, let's not push it. And the interesting part of it is that the coach, you know, Mr. Hotshot, TM, he's leaving it up to him now. It's his decision as to when he's going to be able to come back. I mean, for $10 million a year, you don't want the coach saying, well, you know, this is really awfully important. We desperately need these points. We, You know, you better get in there. God forbid. And by the way, now yesterday with all these trades, there were 30 players, 21 deals, with yesterday being the trading deadline in the NHL. And the Panthers unloaded Rhett Warner, who was another one of those kids who never developed in the organization. You know, one of the youngsters that, you know, kept hearing about never uh, played well. And by the way, on Empire Sports on the fan forum yesterday, they said one of the reasons that he, like, deteriorated was because he uh, really stuck the joint out under Joe Sorella last year. That's why the defense was so bad last year, Joe Sorella. Nice going there, BM. Man that couldn't play defense, so how the hell is he going to teach it? But anyway, so we got Mike Wilson from the Buffalo Sabres. Now, swap one defenseman that we wanted out of here for a defenseman that they didn't like it all up there. They wanted him out. And I've never, I thought he was underrated. I don't think he's that bad. But wait till you hear this about Mike Wilson. He slid into Lindy Ruff's doghouse, the coach of the Sabres, slid into Lindy Ruff's uh, doghouse at times. He was late for meetings, late for this, late for that. Now, that's going to go over real big with TM, ain't it? Huh? Late for meetings. Uh-oh, you ain't playing tonight. Late for practice. Oh, you ain't playing tonight. Late for dinner. Oh, you ain't playing tonight. So that sounds like a rare... Maybe he's going to be another project in the organization. So we do have a couple pair of tickets for that game that Greg Reed brought in. What what section? What kind of tickets are those? No parking pass. 105 row 15. What is it? 105 15. Oh, that sounds pretty good. That sounds real good. How do you like that? I'll give them away to somebody. And I'm not going to waste much time on that because you know how I feel about giveaways. But we got them, and since the game is sold out, except for the Panther Pack, and they're probably gone anyway because it's the hated Rangers. 
Let's not let any asshole Ranger fans in there. And Gretzky is playing tonight, that needle-nosed piece of crap. I hope that somebody spears him, okay? I hope we said the big Schwarz are out there and spear him right in the gut, right early in the game. And they have to carry him bleeding and screaming off the ice. I'd give a standing ovation for that. <laughs> Can't stand him. Needle-nosed piece of crap. Anyway, Joe DiMaggio, here's a letter to the editor, which finally we got a good letter to the editor in the, uh, what is this, the Herald this morning. Wow. It says, uh, Joe DiMaggio was truly an American hero and set many fine examples for our youngsters to follow, but let us not forget that he was a three-pack-a-day camel smoker who went on to develop lung cancer, not unlike others like John Wayne and Nat King Cole. I beg the youth of America, please don't smoke, signed Sheldon Zane, M.D., in Hollywood. Now, isn't that exactly what I've been saying for uh, uh-huh. since he bit the big one? Why didn't he do, like Hamilton Berger from Perry Mason, why didn't he do a PSA in those closing days? Maybe his ego got in the way, huh? Maybe you should have said, Hi, I'm Joe DiMaggio, the greatest living, just barely, American ball player. And I want you to know that the reason I'm croaking over here and they had to take a lung out, beside the fact that I'm 100 years old, is the fact I was smoking three damn packs of cigarettes a day. And by the way, Marilyn Monroe never had a big oh! when I did her, but I sure liked it. Uh, that's what he should have said. Did we hear anything about why they removed his lung? About why he had uh, lung cancer? No, we did not. Goes to show you what a bunch of phonies and about these uh, Teflon uh, celebrities that we got. Some people, no matter they fart and it's the wrong flavor, right away it's on the front page of all the tabloids, the major newspapers, it's on E! and Entertainment Tonight and all of those goddamn shows. Hard copy, soft copy. But certain uh, people, certain icons, do I dare use that word? I wonder how, how Carl Icon feels about that, huh? No matter what they do, it's like, oh, no, his stuff didn't stink. It was just, it was lovely. And by the way, if you have any doubts about God, I was thinking about this over the weekend. If there were a God, why would it look and smell like that? You know what I'm saying? Huh? You know how like a, huh? the embryo is inside like a little, you know what I'm talking about? A nice little plastic sleeve. You know what I'm, I'm referring to? Very sanitary. Why couldn't there be like a similar little sleeve that comes out every time we had to eliminate and, you know. And please don't say, see, the excuse always is that man was responsible because he's eating the wrong food. Well, even pets, I'm not talking about domesticated, even you go out in the wilderness in the wild and your animals are like dropping big loads, okay? Looks bad, smells bad, they get wicked diarrhea, you know? That proves there's no God. Seriously, next time you're sitting there, or next time somebody cuts, like Fat Boy, if he walks down the hall and cuts one in your face, or next time you go in the tea room and somebody has forgotten to flush and left a big mess, just look at it and say, God. Huh? There's no God. That proves it right there. Okay, anyway, getting back to the important stuff. 26 minutes of spots an hour on that morning show? I want to salute uh, the little dog and, and uh, uh, Depot. Gee, I almost said Geldy. I don't want to salute him. He's annoying. But the other guys I do want to salute. I have no idea how you do it. Come in here every morning. You know, They don't have a chance to say anything. Here's our poll question today. Which of these uh, occupations has the highest percentage of gays, homosexuals, divers, figure skaters, wrestlers, swimmers, gymnastics, interior decorators, or broadcasting? Huh? What? That is, that's very tough. That, that's nip and tuck. Which of those that I got, let's see, three, six, seven of those, seven categories, which one has the highest percentage of, you know, 
What about hairdressers? Yeah, well, that's too obvious. I think seven is enough. And that guy who called at the end of the show, and both of you guys are called right there at the end yesterday, stop being in denial, okay? It's a terrible thing. We believe you. Wink, wink. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I would say all of the above. Well, that's that's a cop-out. We have to have an answer. No, I would say, um, oh, let's go with uh, divers. Okay. That's, that's my answer. Well, like we mentioned Greg Lucenas because he's out. Right. Let's so I got a couple things I need Are to ask you. Are there any straight dry, uh, divers? No. Okay. I got a couple things I need to ask you. Yeah. Um, do you have you heard any more about channels 290, 291, and 297? I remember you read something last week about we were supposed to be getting it back. Well, when you say channels this and that, oh, on the small I fish, heard not another word. No, Fox. no, haven't heard another word about it. Okay, because I still haven't gotten it. No, no, haven't heard a thing. Okay. No, that that but I, well, like I said, that was a bill that was introduced, but it's still uh, languishing oh. there somewhere. You know. Okay. While we're, while we're waiting to drop the bombs on those barbarians over there in Yugoslavia. Uh, this is something else that they better start taking up, you know. Right, then yeah, I guess we're... Why are all these pussies worried about us going over there and blowing them into the Stone Age? I say, let's do it now. If we would have, like, like Clemenza said in Godfather 1, if we would have nipped, uh, Hitler at Munich, uh, we would have had to go through all that bull crap. Yeah, there might have been 10 go, million more have people have to go that. That's right. Same with Baghdad. That's right. Um, a friend Nip of mine... In the was, bud. A friend of mine was a wrestler that, that I work with. Yes. He, he just recently got out of high school not too long ago. Right. He was on the wrestling team. Yeah. And he was telling me a story of a guy who was, because I had told him what you had talked about two weeks ago about mm-hmm. wrestlers. Right. And uh, I was telling him, you know, what you were saying, and he said that he was at a match one time, and the guy was do, getting ready to do the mounting position, I guess. Yeah. And they were rolling around, and when the referee stopped him and they stood up, he said he had massive wood. And the guy... Looked at the other one. He said he didn't want to finish the match. Yeah. And when I get close to the guy, the guy ran off in embarrassment. I remember that, that song by the Beatles, Massive Wood. He said you had to have been there to to really appreciate it. <laughs> and in closing, yes, sir. I know I know a big black guy named Wayne. He's a douchebag. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I don't want to turn this into a racial thing. Although why the hell not? You know. But I look at these pictures. Oh, gee, we got to do another break. Christ Almighty. But look look at the high percentage of uh, dark-complected guys in this uh, Broward County, all-county uh, wrestling team, huh? Lot. In fact, last week when we first brought this up, or a couple of weeks ago, I noticed that a lot of dark-complected uh, callers out there were calling in about this. And, of course, uh, the honest ones, they agreed with me. They said, oh, yeah, they're all a bunch of facts. But, huh? Well, not all, just many, several, a lot. And what what kind of a, you know, wouldn't you get it? I mean, look at how big. Talk about a big black guy named uh, uh, Shufro. Look at that. I mean, look at look at this guy. Would you let him mount you? Huh? Would you would you get willingly get down on all fours and say, "Okay, mount me, baby." I mean, what the hell is that? Talk about your maraconi and cheese. Viagra that shrinks when you pee in the bathroom. 
<laughs> but when I awoke, my f- was lost. She cut it off. So I torched her house. She better not f- my morning wood. <laughs> My morning word. Okay, 1033 at 560 WQM. Here's a fact that says you can also uh, give your vote by fax on this. It's a very important poll. How do you spell that? Our fax number is 305-650-0198, by the way. Is that right? Oh, for a minute there I thought I gave out. So anyway, it says here's the first fax. It says without a doubt, figure skating is more facts proportionally. It's the number one gay sport. Wrestling comes in a very close second. And this is obviously from somebody who knows what they're talking about. Huh? Well, seriously, would you let that big black guy named, uh, yeah, fill in a blank, whatever his name be, mount you? Would you get down on your hands and knees? I mean, I don't want to make it sound racial, but I mean, some of these guys, like Roy Foster, for crying out loud. We've all seen Roy! He's a good guy. But I don't think there's anybody in this building that would get down on all fours. Well, oh, boy. I guess I have to take that back. You know, it's interesting. We were all uh, going down to see my new car yesterday, George and Joe and yours truly. Huh? <laughs> and we we got to the bottom of the elevator, and there was Roy with someone. And everybody was kind of like sniggering about it, weren't we? Huh? I don't want to say who she was. See, you, your face is purple now, not just red, it's purple. And your face, too. It was such a scene. It was. Everybody, everybody was just like, everybody. Uh, oh, everybody was going, oh, my God. Wow. Holy Toledo. That's just all those rumors, I'm sure. So, like I said, other than maybe that person, is there anybody else in this building that would say, okay, I'm going to get down on the floor on all fours and let Roy mount me? No. No, I don't think so. Not this kid. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. On the, on the poll question, I'll go with uh, the hairdressers for none of the women ones. Hairdressers okay. isn't on my survey. That was that was George threw that in there. It's not on the survey. Oh. Divers, figure skaters, wrestlers, swimmers, gymnastics, interior decorators, or broadcasters. Listen, I got a friend at Margate Fire Department. I'm not going to say any names. Oh, but... wait a minute. I left the paramedics and firefighters. Okay, wait a minute. Okay. Anyway, they got it all. They got a fire truck that they're dismantling, and they're going to take the light off the top and ship it to the to the uh, Macarena. The Macarena. So we can actually see it if we ever score a goal. If Pavel ever comes back. Okay, thanks for the good news. Get a new phone. Yeah, thanks to him though. Paramedics and firefighters will let those off the list. Very highly infiltrated with. Uh, well, you know, we're going to give those tickets away sometime between now and uh, whenever we feel like it, because the game is sold out tonight, except for the Panther Pack. I'm sure they're all gone right now. There's a little bit of fever in the air. Is there fever in the air? No. Can you smell it? No. I don't think so. But for some reason, they all show up. You know, I mean, let's let's give them credit where credit is due. We've had real good crowds all year in the Macarena. I don't know what it is. They're not paying too much attention to the game, and that probably won't change for years. But uh, we do show up, nevertheless. I'm a little, I'm just uh, crestfallen that uh, Pavel ain't coming back. And, he, you know, like he said, when he's good and ready, you know, for $10 million a year, when he's good and ready, that's when he's going to come back. You know, we love him. He's the Russian rocket. He's great. He's exciting. And, and that's, you know, that's why you hope that he's playing. Not just because we need to win and because in order to make the playoffs, it's desperate. It's like they say crunch time. Please don't say crunch time again. We'll shoot you if you say that again. But they do say that. It's crunch, it, This is the big one, okay? This is gigantic. 
this is a chance to stick to really nail the Rangers to uh, put it to them. This would be the final nail in their coffin or in their wrist, if I can say that, in their palm. Huh? Right before Easter, put a nail in their palms for those obnoxious Rangers whom we hate like poison. But Pavel, he's, uh, it don't feel exactly like he wants it to feel, and his knee ain't exactly right either. Here's Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. That game sold out before your first bit was over. I yeah, that's the, right. I called him the uh, ticket line, and it was, sorry. I'm I like, told you, Panther hey. Pack, I mean, this is a big one, you know, this Ranger thing. We hate them like poison. Yes, we do. And also, we want to make sure that all the Panther fans buy up all the tickets. See, that's one of the good things. The last couple of years, in the first uh, four years we had the team, you'll probably remember, we had all those Ranger assholes with oh. the Ranger outfits, millions of them. And, uh, you know, we'd be going, let's go Panthers, and they're going, let's go Rangers. It'd be like 50-50. We finally wised up, and everybody, all the Ranger uh, haters decided to buy up the tickets to make sure they can't get in. So I don't know how many close fights I've gotten in with people like saying stuff to my wife and stuff. It was just it was, the New York people are pretty bad. But I just wanted to, I wanted to go and squelch out their uh, Ranger chant. Yeah. I have a real big mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to put it in if I could, if I could add a category maybe professional wrestling. Well, that, that's what I that's what I meant. Oh, okay. I'm certainly not suggesting that uh, high school and college wrestlers are uh, gay. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that. I, knew, I just Some know there was definitely no God this morning when I looked in the paper and Edomire was still on our team. Yeah. I was praying that he would be traded. Mm-hmm. I'm also praying he'll. No takers, I don't think. I'm praying you'll give me the tickets. So no. Okay, uh, it's 22 before. Uh, what are you laughing about? I'm not. He was pretty weak. He's a good guy. He wants to go, but it was pretty weak material. I like when we give it, which we very rarely, almost never give anything away again because it kills the show. But the way things are going to last a uh, few days, and now I'm beginning to understand why we got all spots radio. I mean, that morning show, those poor guys in there. You see, they're probably doing this to them. Uh, per, you know something? It reminds me of when Ranieri, when they were trying to blow him out. I don't want to get Jeff paranoid because Nod Defoe is a very paranoid, insecure guy. I mean, when you're terrified of rumor, you know how uh, insecure you are. But uh, when they w- tried to push Ranieri out, they started, like, limiting the amount of airtime. In other words, they come up with all these extra features and news and spots. And so, basically, uh, Ranieri was on, like, two minutes an hour, and that was it. And then that didn't work. You know, he didn't bail out of there, so they finally said, oh, we'll pay you for a year. Don't come back. And he said, okay, ooga booga, and he didn't come back. So that's one of the things they do. I think the other thing may be, since now we're getting close to the baseball season, that since they're having a tremendously difficult time, and of course uh, to support Greg Reed's ego as the sports maven, we got to put all these uh, bum fork uh, sports events on the air, which they can't sell. So you know you got to give out bonus spots and you know a dollar a holler and ten bucks a pop and anything to try to fill up the spots on those Marlin games, like the exhibition game we got at twelve fifty tomorrow afternoon. Oh God, uh, Marlins and the Cardinals that should make uh, Dave the cop happy. He'll be the only one listening to that crap. By the way, today we got Hank at Chula's 2 to 6. We got the Boogster 6 to 7 o'clock tonight. Right there in the dinner hour, talking about what he knows best. Pigging out. And then we got the pregame show at 7. Rangers and the Panthers, 730 tonight from the Mac Arena. First of three home games. It's about time. Feels like it's been an eternity since we've been in that arena seeing uh, our team do whatever it is they do. Here's to you, Frank Bahamalich, and your multi-syllabolic name. Hey, hey, hey. I'm caught by you, 
Bobby Richardson Drop down to your knees and pray away Oi, oi, they And not to mention Joey Peppercone Joey, this year better than just Joe Whoa, whoa, whoa And thanks to you, Jackie Robinson Pays away for movies to go pro Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. After a full question today, by the way, who gives better head, professional wrestlers or interior decorators? 1045 at 560 WQM. Here's some stuff that came over the uh, fax machine just now from the Internet, no less, which usually I throw that stuff in the wastebasket. This is pretty interesting. How the Reverend Jerry Foulball and the California Political Organization helped finance and orchestrate an extensive anti-Clinton propaganda campaign. A conservative political organization with ties to the Reverend Jerry Foulball covertly paid more than 200 grand to individuals who made damaging allegations about the president's personal conduct. The money was paid out over a three-year period between 1994 and 1996 by Citizens for Honest Government, headquartered in Orange County, California, home of the favorite fascists of the world. The payments are detailed in the organization's confidential accounting ledgers and other internal records. The payments and the allegations, some of which were either fabricated or grossly exaggerated, were part of a covert and sophisticated political propaganda effort to influence public opinion against El Presidente. How do you like that? Huh? This is the same Jerry Foulball that's worried about Tinky Winky and his uh, purple people eater. Very believable. Okay, what are we going to do about giving away those Panther tickets, huh? We're going to give them away or not. That game is, I mean, the Panther Pack are gone. Every ticket, every seat, every nook and cranny in that joint tonight sold out. Because this is the big one, baby. This is, as they say, crunch time. By the way, if you're wondering why I'm playing these jingles, because our car check in here, it turns out that those uh, worn-out heads are. Now, what are those? Those are the um, those are the record heads. Record heads, which these don't record, record of course. Machine. What is it? These were obviously taken. But they do date these machines. They show right. they're from like before Mark, uh, Maricone was a baby. But nevertheless, uh, our crack engineer came in yesterday, flipped a switch here or two or there, and uh, now they're working like crazy. So I figured, you know, why not? Yeah, let's get out the old jingles and play some carts before they... Because uh, these carts, uh, eventually, they'll like wear out, you know, and there'll be a history. There won't be any more carts. Won't that be sad? The day the carts died. Oh, and speaking of jingles, by the way, so uh, Bluff Lindsay was in here this morning, briefly, and uh, said we got a jingle package from the last QAM jingle package back in 1992. Now, uh, we'll play some of these today, and they're actually pretty good. I like them better than some of the crap we're playing now. But you know that you're a loser. You know that question, how do you know when you're a loser? You know you're a loser when the station orders a jingle package, and the singers who sing the jingles mispronounce your name. Then you know you're a loser. Ed Berliner, who, of course, everybody says about him. He's an asshole. Oh, is he ever. I mean, he is. Of all the people I've ever met in this business, I think he might, he's definitely, if not on the top four or five, bubbling under. He's right up there at the top. Really, Ed Berliner? He's an asshole. Ed Berliner. So he was on this station, which, of course, along with John Moynihan and a lot of other losers, which is why they were doing fractions in the ratings until they brought some real broadcasters over here, like Defoe and Geldy. Well, like Defoe, like I said. Dave Lamont, one radio, Ed Berliner, Ed Berliner, baby. Man, they must have known you're an asshole, Ed. They must have known everybody hates you like poison. What a loser. He is. He is such a 
Such a geek. Okay, where are we going? Let's take a call or two. I see we got never gave the numbers out today, by the way. That's good. That's a good sign. See, these phones are fine. It's just the audience that's in a big, big. I heard Yank yesterday again. He's out there at the Lipton. He's out there at the Lipton. And every time I was, went to my mother's for lunch, I get in the car. I'm going there. I'm getting back in the car to go home. And uh, every time I get in there, Hank said, we got any calls? And they're saying, no. you know, there was like maybe one I heard. We're going through a coma time now. This town's having an identity crisis. Here's Kendall. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm going to go with muff divers. I mean, divers. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if you saw it. You weren't referring to Greg Lusanus, were you? Of course. Yeah, with your poll question. Uh-huh. With his poll? A couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you saw, there was a report on, like, Dateline or one of those shows about high school girls in wrestling. Sykes? Yeah, about how in the Massachusetts High School Athletic Association is letting girls wrestle, and they can't start their own teams because there's not enough girls, but they're letting him wrestle with a guy. Why, why don't we have, like, co-ed wrestling so we can have something for the straight kids to do? Well, they're, huh? they're doing it. It's co-ed. It's mixed. Oh, it is co-ed. It's mixed because there's not enough girls to start their own league. All right. All right. There you go. I think, you know, these poor straight bastards have been so repressed. It's about time we let them start wrestling with their conscience. No one's mentioned that yet? Not yet. Basically, well, the whole thing was about should it be allowed, and they interviewed all the parents of the girls. Why not? They're all totally... Why the hell? What's wrong with that? Well, the thing is, they interviewed the boys, and the boys hate it because they say, if you win, well, you should win because you beat a girl. And if you lose, they're embarrassed because, you know, you should lose to a girl. Well, who so cares if you lose? Sport. If you're getting a little action, who cares about that? See, those are the faggots, the guys that say we don't want to do it because we don't want to be embarrassed. Those are the guys that should be on the uh, guys' wrestling team. Well, the funny thing is, you know, at the you end... You show me a straight guy that don't want to wrestle, unless they're pigs, unless they're bulldogs, really grotesque, and bulldogs wouldn't want to wrestle with guys anyway. As the piece ended, they asked, the interviewer asked both the is boys the piece and ended? Boys and the girls should uh, first ask the girls, aren't you worried about the guys copying a feel or anything? What's wrong and with that? The girls have said, no, we haven't felt anything, no sexual touching yet at all. And, and what better protection could you possibly get than those tights, those skin-tight uh, outfits that they wear? And when they asked the boys, huh? not one of the boys said they were thinking about that. They were all like, no, we're, we're not thinking about that at all. We're totally focused on just pinning the girl down. And we're totally focused on pinning her ass down, right. So maybe wrestling is a close second. Okay, thanks for the good news, sir, and have a great life. There you go. Yeah. Finally got something for those poor straight athletes to do, huh? It's about time. Because football, we know how faggy that is. And, of course, when you say that in America, oh, especially here, they get real uptight, real upset. By the way, how's Tony Martin? Are they letting him out or what? I was just thinking, you know, and, of course, his attorney is asking, well, well you know, all those charges and everything, let's hold off till after the season, you know, because he's got to play and make $4.5 or so. Maybe we can get Lawrence Phillips back and Bobby Humphreys and Sammy Smith. And uh, Mark Duper, we can sign him up again. How about the Dolphins have an all-criminal team? Sounds good to me. Oh! Or alleged, anyway. And the fans would still show up and say, hey, we got the best criminals in the uh, country. We love them. Divers, figure skaters, professional wrestlers, swimmers, gymnastics, interior decorators, paramedics, firefighters, or broadcasters. I've known a couple of straight guys in this business. Stan Major, Phil Henry, Mike Ranieri. Trying to think of any others. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Um, I guess you don't think much about Dave Lamont. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, when you played the Dave, uh, the Dave Lamont thing, you know, I mean, I, I really don't know much about. I like just... Dave. He's a friend of mine. He's a good guy. Oh well, Too no, I, 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 I like those ball games, but a real good guy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I listen to him when he. Dave Lamont. <laughs> 
Um, I want to ask you, what did you think of? Um, I didn't get your comments on when uh, Stu Barnes was traded uh, for Matthew Barnaby. I said it was a good trade for both teams, and it will be. It's uh, that's uh, Penguins need a little more toughness. Barnaby uh, didn't score any points last night, but he was uh, he was instrumental. He's good uh, on that team. They need somebody tough, and the Penguins are uh, playing good, even with no money and with a bankrupt team. And uh, Buffalo needed somebody on a power play, and uh, and now they got Juno also. They're gonna that'll help them. Because I'll tell you, Buffalo needs guys that can stick it in the net. You know, Hashik's great, but their defense is porous. They give up a tremendous number of shots. They held on for dear life against Jersey last night to get that tie. And if it weren't for Hashik, they got out their ass beat. They need somebody who can stick it in there. Um, Besides I... the great Miroslav Shatan, which I told you guys, by the way, months ago, there's the most underpaid talent in the National Hockey League is Miroslav Shatan. And, of course, his name being Satan, all the right-wingers are getting nervous about that. Uh, Neil, I'd also like to... Uh... Make a request if you can play the Buffalo Bill with the uh, plastic surgeon thing. Have a great day, sir. Thank you. Okay. Chances of that? No. No. Okay, we're down to a couple of calls, and I'm not going to give the number out. You know what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to change my whole attitude about this because i got lots and lots of stuff here. And we are taking a very important survey, by the way. This is a scientific survey, and if your kid comes home from school and says, Hey, Dad, I decided to join the wrestling team, well, I mean, you know, there's no reason not to, uh, you know, be proud of that. Just that, That's like a message. That's a way of easing you in to an announcement that will come later down the road. That's all. Not always, but uh, very likely. And you heard it here first on this show. I'm sick and tired of all the pretensions and all the bull crap and all the lies and all the, you know, make-believe. Let's lay it right out there, okay? This asshole that calls me yesterday, oh, well, most of the professional wrestlers I know are very fine gentlemen. So, most of the fags I know are very fine gentlemen, too, like me. Why the hell can't they be gay and be fine gentlemen? That goes back to those stereotypical ideas again about hairdressers and paramedics. Here's Margate. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Number one, Ed Berliner is a fine young man. I know him for many, many years. He's right? an asshole. Yeah, he's he is an, ass- an asshole, but he's a nice guy. No, he's not. Number two, he's a, not- he's a self-absorbed, egotistical, arrogant piece of crap, Ed Ber- Berliner. But he never stole a freight train. Yeah, you don't know Ed Berliner. I swear I do. From I'll what? bet you a hundred dollars. I don't. Well, well, you bet me you know Ed Berliner. That's your claim to fame. I'll I bet you. I would deny it. Anybody okay. says you know Ed Berliner, I'd say no. I never heard of Ed Berliner. Oh my God. He was years ago. Ed Berliner. Berliner. He calls himself. He was in my school. No, he is not. Many many years ago. Number he does two. not call himself Berliner. See, you don't know him, sir. Berliner. Yeah. Go ahead. Next next point. Number two. Did Hopefully you have better a... than that one. Did you? Stop. <laughs> Did you happen to see A&E Monday, Sunday night? No. Oh, it was great. It was Andre the Giant. Why the hell would I want to watch that crap? Well, anyway, um, is anybody, I know there's all those sports reporters and sports casters and sports mavens and sports schmoes there. Does anybody know what happened to Scott Mellenby yesterday at the NHL hearings? Don't you read a newspaper, sir? It's not in there today. It sure is. In the Scum Sentinel? It's in both papers. It says that they reviewed it, and he didn't high-stick the guy, that he just got his elbows up, and that they apologized, and he shouldn't have been suspended at all for the Anaheim game, and he's back in the lineup tonight. Read a, a newspaper. So have somebody read it to you would be good. Have somebody that can read. Read it to you, and it would be excellent, okay? Oh, this this chronic Debbie, you know, the chronic callers are, are annoying, but the chronic faxes I really wonder about, you know? The chronic factors, Debbie, I really, she must be the Debbie on a mobile, that bitch. You know, she must be the same one. Because the faxes, on and on, and now even with the hockey facts, which I didn't read because I saw the name. Okay, sweetheart, not interested. You're chronic. You're, you're a cornice. That's our poll question. Which is more dangerous, a cornhole or a cornice? 10.56, and, uh, well, I know who's dangerous. I'm right. oh, Come on, get it, get back to the beginning there. Come on. What's his name? Ed Berliner. Oh, boy. 
See, I should have known this guy was a loser calling me to brag that he knew him. All you kids out there, if anybody says, do you ever hear of Ed Berliner? Immediately, if not sooner, say, no. real loud, yell it. No. Or they'll start wondering about you guys. Get me a cloth or towel Because I smooched my underwear I knew that this would happen sooner or later I find a healthy to do that And I know I wife Why are we I thought wearing boxers were better, but my bald and hair kept sticking together. Three at five sixty WQM. Yeah, guys put on real, real tight outfits, real tight pants, and uh, the center gets down on his hands and knees, and a quarterback comes up right behind him, puts his hands under his rectum, right up against his uh, crotch, and uh, says, "Give me your pigskin." You know, what could be more fay than that? WQAM Miami These are great. How come we're not using these? Huh? We are now. We're using them on this show because they sound like a little bit, uh, you know, contemporary, like a little upbeat. That's what we need is some jingles to spice this place up. All right. Yeah. There you go. Something that makes it sound a little bit more like fm See, I was thinking when I was playing those jingles this morning before we came on the air. Uh, you know, what a, you know, AM, what a sad thing. I realize it sounds, and especially our spots in there because we don't care. The muffled spots and the ones where they had the pot open when they were dubbing them in there, like the one that Defoe just had on there. I mean, how how can we put that stuff on the air? How can we do it? it? Sounds so bad, like it's coming through a strainer. But once upon a time, before people discovered FM and the audio quality of it, AM. All you kids out there that don't know from AM, including Deborah over there at Publix, by the Sawgrass. Yeah, that's where it was. Those were the golden days, the great days. Oh, boy. Bring back a lot of good memories for back in the days when your radio was worth turning on, you know? Well, it's not too much anymore. 
this morning coming to work. And you're right about the Beach Boys, by the way. They're, you know, as much as I like the Beach Boys, they're just spectacular. They really are. I was listening to Marvin and Tammy this morning, and then when I, you know, finished with that, I popped in the Beach Boys in my brand-new beautiful Corvette. I said, hey, this is life. In fact, speaking of my car, by the way, first time in my life something happened. I went to Walgreens yesterday afternoon to get that prescription that Dr. Mark was kind enough to call in. And I'm almost off all my medication, by the way, oh. down to a bare minimum. No more glyanase. My blood sugar this morning with no pills for two days. Wait till you hear this. 77. Oh. 77 like WABC. The music sounds best on WABC. Oh, see, that's my luck. That one wouldn't have the uh, 77 on it, you bastards. How about, come on. WABC. Assholes. Come on now. One time. 77. Thank you. God bless you, Pam Singers. 77, how do you like that? So anyway, I go in, I get my, and they were very nice to me in Walgreens this time. I mean, real, even at the, that pharmacist, uh, you know, everybody looked at me and like uh, one of my listeners was sitting there, which may have helped. He said, oh, we'll hear about this on the air tomorrow. I said, I hope not. I don't want another episode like I had last time. And they looked at me out of the corner of all of their eyes and the boy, I was in and out of there in a heartbeat. And I walked out to my brand new beautiful car and I, I looked at it and I thought, this is the first time this has ever happened. I've owned two Ferraris, Porsche. I've had uh, that awful NSX that got the tires uh, got to be changed every week. I've had a lot of nice cars in my life. And I walked out there and I looked at that car, which I've now had only two days, and I said to myself, that's my car? You know what I'm saying? You, you follow what I'm saying? That's mine? As if, holy crap, I'm excited about that. It's a beautiful car. It is. And I just uh, just something that hit me, like, wow, I'm actually going to get in and put the uh, my key in the ignition and drive away in it. Here's a mobile in Lake Worth. Hello. Yeah, Neil, um, I'm a native Miamian and a lifetime uh, New York hater. Yes. Uh, sports teams. And a uh, uh, shameless request, I just uh, got done taking my eight-year-old son for an MRI. He's got his leg tore up pretty good. And uh-huh. I think if I could take him to the hockey game tonight. No, no, the, the, the awful steep, uh, steep stairs there, man. I don't want to get him uh, his leg chewed up at that hockey game. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. He, didn't he say his kid had his leg chewed up, right? I don't want to be responsible. I mean, we don't have any malpractice insurance. I'd love to have you and your son be able to go see the game tonight. But uh, when he feels better, when he's all healed up, because God forbid you should fall on those stairs or, you know, anywhere in that arena, and then Wayne's going to have to pay, you know, all that insurance money. We'll give away between now and noon. I'll guarantee you that. we got that one pair of good seats, too, 105, row 15, excellent seats. See, this, this should tell you the fact that we got some open lines on there, the fact that this uh, we're going through a real desperate time in this town. We're going through a real, real hard time. Maybe everybody's gone for the holidays. Maybe they're just all into a coma. Maybe Castro's uh, got that woodpecker vibrating and everybody's affecting their minds. Maybe they were just glued to the TV. Oh, there's Christiana Amanpour, by the way, on CNN. What's she doing? Selling gasoline. Bill? All right, Christian Amador again on the ground there by telephone. Could, could you tell him, by the way, or ask him nicely if we could get some level? Because that's wide open, you know. As we mentioned, NATO Secretary General Javier Solana has given the no. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, uh, it's on the list. Oh, that's right. They're giving a go ahead to bomb him into submission there. Okay, in Kosovo. Good. That's it. Let's get with it. Like I said, let's stop being pussies for once in our lives. You know, let's see if we really mean it, if we care about innocent people being slaughtered and butchered and we're going to do something about it or just talk a good game. You notice, by the way, that when they uh, slaughter innocent people in Africa, which they're doing by the thousands in Uganda and other places, nobody in the world cares about that. Nobody uh, intervenes. Nobody says a damn thing. 
But when there's like white folks involved, like in uh, Yugoslavia or Kosovo, which is like a, a little turd of what used to be Yugoslavia, it's a turd. Then we got uh, all upset and we starting in there. We got the B2s and we got the stealth and we got yeah, all the stuff going in there. And we're going to blow them back into submission. That's the place for me. I got my brand new Nikes and I'm ready to die. A poison jello with the rest of the guys. We're going to a spaceship that can't be seen. Our souls will be taken by a particle beam. Castration is the only thing that bothers me. You gotta sit down to pee. You know I think the poison is affecting me. It's the hail bot comic for me. Right. Yeah. Well, I tell you, they must have known what an asshole he was when they were recording the jingle. All those Pam singers, they must have said, oh, yeah, he's a real jackass. Let's screw up his name. Okay, let's give those damn uh, Panther tickets away. Then we can proceed and do a real show, okay? Then we can really move on with life as we know it or used to know it. We're taking a poll today, by the way. Which uh, occupation has the highest percentage of gays? So far, um, paramedics are way ahead in the voting. We're doing it on the Internet, on our website. 655 votes for paramedics, which is at least 200 votes ahead of the divers, figure skaters, professional wrestlers is uh, the second at the moment, swimmers, gymnastics, broadcasters, which uh, that's in there, interior decorators and firefighters. You know, guys like, you know, that go up and down a grease pole all day, you really have to wonder about them. They slide up and down a grease pole, they grease it up, and they slide up and down on it, and the pole too. And paramedics. I mean, what is that about paramedics? Huh? What, what, why is these certain occupations attract? And basically, when you start, see, a lot of people, a lot of the heterosexuals out there get very nervous about this because then they start realizing how many of us there are around. You know, even George gets nervous because it makes you realize that we're like just millions and millions and millions and billions of us all over the place. I'm not nervous. I love it. Well, yeah, nobody wants you anyway. I want to be the only straight guy in the world. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. In uh, Rochester, New York, that women wrestling uh, 60 years ago. I remember Butch Martin's on Ridge Road. Of course not. Uh, how okay. can I remember? Well, how can yeah. I remember 60 years ago? Oh, I you're a young there? guy. But they had women wrestling over there many, many years ago. Yeah. And you're right. It was. Uh, Dyke. It was unbelievable. And then I was on uh, Neil. Yes. Well, how can I get in touch with uh, Boom Boom uh, Chevron, a friend of mine? Who? How good was he? Who? Boom Boom. You know the. The Frenchman, the great. How did you pronounce his last name? I don't know. I can't. You, you help me. Jeffrey on. Jeffrey on. Yeah. What well, listen. Sit, stick your head in the ground, and you'll be in touch with him real soon. Okay. The Boomer, Boom Boom Jeffrey on. And see, see, that's just what we need is ninety-year-old guys talking about stuff that happened a hundred years ago. Do we have any interest in that? No. No. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. We've got plenty of open lines here for you today. We're, get, we're taking a poll, number one. Number two, we're giving away tickets to Night Skin that's already sold out, that they're not even any Panther fans. And we still got open lines. I'm telling you, man, we're up against it. If I would have known this, I would have scheduled about a three-month vacation. be having a hell of a good time right now. I'd be wrestling with it right now. And instead, I'm wrestling with a phone here. That there, There's got to be something. I'm telling you. Believe me when I tell you. Even that high-priced Hank Goldberg show in the afternoon. Any calls? No. There's something going on. Since they came in and they added that line that doesn't work, I think they're choking it on us is what they're doing. You're, you're, you know, I'm, I'm telling you. 
there's something really bizarre and strange going on with this telephone. And, of course, God forbid that we should get the phone people in here to check this damn thing out. They don't roll over. They come in in very strange places. They're all over the place. Look at that. God only knows what the hell this uh, system is all about. Probably got a new phone system uh, in a uh, dumpster at Kresge's. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. I just patronized uh, Jimbo Sports when I heard your spot bought a New Jersey. My daughter is not stuff. I'm sorry. I just picked her up from daycare. Um, and... Uh, I would hope that I could just take it if I could. Well, it's some punky little kid like that screaming. That's the last thing we need, sir. Are you out of your mind? That's, uh, I mean, and by the way, you know, I, I keep having these problems with those people that sit in front of me. They don't always show up, thank God. In the last game, they show up and they start passing those little kids around like ornaments and holding them up in the air in front of us. And then they look around like, oh, we're so sorry. I don't want to be, I don't want sorry. I want to see the game. I don't want sorry. I want you to put those little kids on your seats or leave them home and get a goddamn babysitter. In fact, I'll tell you what, maybe we'll take up a collection in my row and we'll pay for a babysitter so we can keep those little kids at home and stop holding them up like goddamn Christmas tree ornaments already or Hanukkah bush ornaments. We go there to see the game, not to see the back of your heads and your kids' heads and all that crap. That we Just a half a dozen people, that's all we got. It's a little problem there right in front of me, okay? I don't know what it takes. Maybe i got to bring a billboard there. Maybe i got to put a neon sign up out in front of the Macarena saying, all you assholes with your little kids, keep them in the seats. There may not be many of us who care about the game, but I happen to be one. I'm not going to go there unless I can see the goddamn game. Seriously, I mean, you know, you rip these people on the air. They know it. They listen. Their friends listen. People are telling them there's no shame level. Their friends come over to hang out in the aisle there while the game is going on. You're, you're, you're craning your head as conspicuously as you can. I mean, if it happens again, I'm just going to say, get the hell out of the way, you asshole. That's all. I mean, we're starting to get down to the point where these games really mean something. We only got 13 regular season games left. We got a shot at the playoffs. If Pop Oliver decides that his uh, pinky heals up, that he's feeling good enough to play, and if Mike Wilson decides to show up for practice so we don't get benched on his first night, God, that's just what we needed is a guy who's compulsively late for everything with a coach like uh, kindergarten teacher Terry Murray. Just what we needed. Oh, brother. Now what? Now what just happened there? See? What is that? I'm telling you. They want you, the tickets. What tickets? Here's Deerfield Beach. Hello. Yes, uh, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Uh, response to the poll question. Yes. Actors. Yeah, that's another category. You see how you're introducing other categories. Well, I mean, there's more. There's more fags in uh, in acting than in, than in figure skating. Yes. I would believe so. Do you know any straight figure skaters? None. Oh, oh, you know, I left the most important thing out. What's that? Priesthood. Huh? I love the most important one, a schmuck I am. Number one with a bullet. Yeah, number one with a bullet. Yeah. Right. Okay, thanks for the good news. He said actors. More fact. Yeah, Hollywood. You know, it's that showbiz, artsy-fartsy thing. And now that Gene Siskel is dead, what about the movie critics? He was the only one we had, only straight guy we had, right? Other than Rex Reed. Would you people, uh, what is this? Is this, what, what is this? What are these faxes that you're sending me here? What, what is this? See, look, look at how this guy faxes me. He sends me three pages that are, I've got, and please don't refax it. 
article this, article that. You don't have the right of this. You know, well, what does this mean, sir? What does this mean? And then he has a note on there. I hope you enjoyed it as much as he did. No, did I enjoy it? No. No, you're wasting our paper, pal. How many trees have to be chopped down? How many living and breathing trees of God, God's living trees, have to be chopped down to make the paper so that people can waste our facts with crap like that and so that Debbie on a mobile can keep facts with her little smiley face on the faxes? You're chronic, Debbie. You're a cornice. That's our pool question of this hour. Is it worse to be a cornice or a cornholer or a... Or a uh, Corn husker or a coon husker. So what about that Tony Martin, huh? Here's a mobile invoker. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Bodybuilders. Bodybuilders. Jesus Christ. I mean, there's not one profession that we haven't taken over, right? Yeah, bodybuilders. And by the way, excellent. Thank you, sir. And let me just tell you this, okay, since you're trying. I mean, we, a lot of people try to be anonymous, okay? I think that's wrong. I think we should all be whatever we are, you know, as long as we're not. As long as we do the D&H, we're not harming anybody, not messing with kids. Is what You know, be what you are. You are what you are, like they said in that movie again. Huh? But anybody that, well, when you see a guy, like on a plane, you go on a plane and there's a guy that's reading Men's Health Magazine. Okay? Do you read Men's Health Magazine? No. Huh? No. Why Have you ever I? seen it on the newsstand? Yeah. Anybody that's reading Men's Health Magazine... That's the homo, okay? I'm, I'm just telling you. Just so you know. I mean, it's not important. Maybe you want to ask for a date. I don't know. Any guy that reads Men's Health Magazine is, uh... Here's Coconut Grove. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What about interior designers? Got that. That's on my list. And fashion designers? What's the difference? Uh, fashion designers. Oh, fashion, like, John, uh, like uh, Gianni Versace. There you go. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, shameless request. Yes, sir. Uh, you had the chance may never come again from the CBC song. Oh, I wonder if I got that. I'll I'll uh, find it. Okay, uh, can are I you, get the Are thing? you from Canada, eh? Uh, Toronto. You're from Toronto? Yeah. All right. Um, the Panthers are uh, the Panther packs are sold out or Yes, the whole, the whole game is sold out. Uh, can I get the tickets, yeah. please? Thank you. You want to know why? Why? Cuz you're from Toronto. Oh, thanks. Hold on, eh? All right. All right. There you go. Oh, this audience is pissed off. They hated me before, but now they're really pissed off. He's a good guy. He's from Toronto, eh? Those are real people out there. The ones that speak English is most of the people that hate the frogs like poison. That's a real city, baby. Not a plastic make-believe joint like this. Now we're talking. Now I feel like I accomplished something today. Now, that's the hockey music he's talking about. I don't think that's in there anymore, is it? I think so. Under Under what? CBC. It's under CBC? Are you sure? No. No, it's CBC, my ad. See this. Hockey. Hockey? What's this obsession with hockey? Hockey uh, Stompin' Tom? Hockey Bob Cole? Jeff Rimmer? Oh, by the way, Rimmer's buying dinner this weekend. Anybody believe it? No. Uh, No, that's not it. I got it somewhere. Where the hell is it? What's that thing for? What is it? Stop! What is it called? Mini disc three, maybe? Oh, well, well, I'm not with all the hockey listen, stuff. Listen, I'm giving him the goddamn hockey tickets. I'm got to worry about playing him a request. In addition to which, this audience still want to hear that song. Now we're not in the playoffs yet. Once Pavel Bury comes back and we sneak in and edge out Carolina and win the division and get the number three seed and a home advantage, and all of a sudden they get hot again like they did three years ago. You believe it? No. Well, we can dream, can't we? Then we'll start playing all that corny stuff. 
The last thing the people in this audience want to hear about is hockey. They don't know it. They don't understand it. It's like the people that work on this radio station. They wouldn't know Boom Boom Jeffrey on from uh, Jeffrey Schwartz. That they wouldn't know from it, from Jeffrey Beam. I wonder if that last guy, if he realized that Johnny Versace ain't uh, feeling too good. And by the way, you realize that dove with a bullet through its eye, that was like a mafia symbol. He just happened to be there at the moment. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey. Yes, sir. Neil God. Yes, I am. Mike Wilson, how's he going to handle, how's Terry Murray going to handle with his antics? I don't know. I mean, I mean even even our good friend Jason Woolley says he's a good guy, but he is, he's got problems. He shows up late. He's chronically late. Don't you think that'd be the last guy in the world that TM would want is a guy who's late all the time? Well, he could always shack him up with uh with the the one that couldn't make the bus. Yeah. Who, 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 that was uh, Brett. Was that no, Brett Hedekin's roommate? Who's Brett Hedekin's roommate? That was uh the the minor leaguer brought up. Um, who the guy that's that? hot right now. Who's hot? Who's scoring? League leaguer. Kavasha. Yeah, no, no the league league for uh, Parrish. Parrish missed oh, the bus. Oh, Mark Parrish, right? Oh, that's yeah. it was Mark Parrish. You're right. Yeah, Mark Parrish missed that bus, and uh, and I uh, figured if they put him and Wilson together, maybe the two of them together can make it on time. Yeah, good point. Make it there. Okay, pal. Good luck to us. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna take the Rangers, and we're gonna go on with this sweep. We got this home stand. We're gonna go on, and and, and it's total faith in the Panthers. You got to believe, just like All the right. Marlins. All right. Yeah, just like the Marlins. <laughs> okay, he was doing good until he said just like the Marlins. <laughs> oh, oh. He didn't really mean that. Did he mean just like the Marlins? No. Uh, he, was, he was talking like just like the Marlins a couple of years ago is what he meant. Not like now. Do we care about the Marlins now? No. Ever again? No. Oh, sorry. Got that ball game tomorrow. Any interest at the Marlins exhibition this game? No. No interest. Love these jingles, baby. Oh, yeah. There's one of the good guys in this town. Dave Lamont, he's a good guy. Ed Berliner, he's an asshole. See, I tell it like it is. You know, if you're a good guy, I'll give you all the credit in the world. There's some real good people. Like yesterday, I walk out to go take a leak. Who's in the hallway? Ken Malden. One of the real gentlemen, one of the great people in the history of broadcasting. He ought to be. I don't. Do they have like a radio hall of fame for this market? No, they just have those stupid award dinners. Those women in radio awards dinners, those carpet munchers get together and get, you know, I'm, but I mean, seriously, why don't we uh, recognize him? There is one of the real class people that ever worked in this market, Ken Malden. I am proud. In fact, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I work for Greg Reed, but I'm proud that I work on the same station with Ken Malden. How do you like that? And Ken Malden, by the way, running around spreading mono all over the building. It's new on CBS. Homicide. Join that hilarious squad of police investigators to solve those wacky inner city murders. Starring Harvey Firestein as Lieutenant Poker. Okay, listen up. I need volunteers to dress up like hookers for an undercover operation. Ooh. Hold it, hold it, hold it. One at a time. Now everybody can't go. Welcome home, CBS. It's 1132 at 560 WQM, the Hank Goldberg Show from Shula State 2 at 2 o'clock. Boog Shambi, very briefly from 6 to 7. We don't want to interrupt his feedings this evening. Then at 7 o'clock, the pregame from the Macarena. 7.30, the Panthers beat the crap out of the obnoxious Rangers. Oh! Ray Whitney's going to have a uh, not just a hat trick. He's going to stick four of them in there tonight. boy, Ray. I'm telling you, we're going to kick their ass. You can feel it. You can smell it. You can smell the cast of death over John Schmuckler and the entire Ranger organization and Neil Smith and all the rest of those goyim. You can smell it as we stick the nail in the coffin of the Rangers. Because oh! it's not important that we make the playoffs, but that we make sure that they don't. That's the most important thing. By the way, Carol, thanks for your facts. She points out another very good category. 
flight attendants, male flight attendants. Boy, I'd say that's that's close to 100%, huh? Ever see a straight male flight attendant in your life? No. I mean, I'm sure there must be a couple tokens. Then here's a fax from somebody who's very agitated over there, a queer channel with Pete Bolger, by the way. I'll get to that in a minute. Has some very caustic things to say, not only about him, but about that babbling brook. <laughs> Anybody been listening to her? No. I didn't think so. Sure like my CDs, you know what, in the car? Here's uh, Coral Gables. Hello. Coral Gables. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Um, I think it's far and away pro wrestling. Um, pro wrestlers are far, I mean, that's just the gayest sport there is. In right. fact, I saw How some, come there are all these people denying it? Well, you know, if they went to see the real stuff, the extreme championship wrestling, they have an open, they had an openly gay character for a while. Right. Little Stevie Richards, who had, um, Davy Duke shorts. Little Stevie? Yeah. Yeah. Little Stevie Richards. He had a little, um, you know, cut off tank top and he had little poof metal hair. And uh, one time he was trying to pass for straight, and one of his boyfriend, I suppose, the other wrestler, Raven, pointed out how he he said that you may have a girl now, Richards, but we all know you're still a fag. Mm-hmm. And he got all these trailer park trash, just thousands of them, to chant, Steve, still a fag. <laughs> you know, I got to say, oh, Neil, it was better than Stonewall. Song. I mean, all the hatred just transposed. They all knew that he was still a fag. Yeah. And thus, it was okay for all the little, you know, trailer park tykes mm-hmm. to go that route when it comes their time. Beautiful. Well, I think that's why we got to make, make this point here that every profession you go into, where uh, you know, in, in fact, I would be, I would be surprised if there's only like 10% of the population is straight. I think they got it upside down. Hmm. Something to think about. Well, Something I don't know. I'm on. straight, but this this, this conversation is making my arm go limp. I gotta tell you. Okay. Take care. <laughs> it's making something go limp. Yeah. It felt like an arm. All you kids out there in the high school wrestling teams, just say to your coach before the end of this week. You know, this was a lot of fun, but I think uh, track and field. You know, it's a lot safer. Huh? Oh, yeah, it's co-ed, it's a lot safer, it's better for my image, especially since that fag's on here outing everybody, telling everybody what a fag enterprise this is, guys grappling and groping and mounting each other. I mean, I never really thought about it so much until uh, maybe I'm having like some kind of a spiritual re- uh, awakening the last few weeks because now, even as much against organized religion as I always have been, the last week or two, I start listening and hearing and reading things, and it's a million times more than it ever was before that I realized that you'd have to be out of your mind. You'd have to be certifiable to believe any of these things. Like this crap about the devil. There are adults. There are living and breathing people that believe in Lucifer, Satan. I'm not talking about Miroslav Shatan, who had the time go for the Sabres last night. I'm talking about Satan, baby, with a tail and a pitchfork. who may be Pete Bolger, by the way. He could be the Antichrist, that piece of crap. It says, thank you once again, Pete Bolger, for lying. Do you ever tell anyone anything that is not a lie or some maneuver which will eventually stab somebody in the back? No. We know that. The joke of a broadcaster, Brooke Daniels, will be out soon since her numbers are dropping like a rock. Not that it isn't well-deserved since she's completely talentless. How do you like this? And this is from over on the inside over there, too, from Queer Channel. Completely talentless, empty-headed, third-rade, Randy Rhodes ripoff. <laughs> Pathetic. But we're South Florida's talk station, right? Even though only seven hours of programming our local goddamn Pete, you even lie to the audience, whatever audience is left. What's next, Karen Kay? You're the embodiment, um, embodiment of corporate ass-sucking. How do you sleep? 
thousands commit suicide every day. We won't be sorry if you decide to go along with that trend. It says, as a matter of fact, I'll uh, purchase a very expensive life insurance policy for your wife to make sure she and her children are properly taken care of once you're dead and buried. And John Ford hates you like poison, too. <laughs> oh, they're hostile over there at Queer Channel, baby. And the fax is right from the inside. There it is in the upper left-hand corner. Clear channel with the phone number and the whole deal, the fax number. Wow. They hate you like poison, PD, the Tweety. Of course, he don't care. He's got his lips firmly on uh, Rana's butt and on David Ross's butt and whatever butt he can get him on, you know? Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello? Delray. Going once. Going twice. They died in Delray Beach, which that's going around up there, by the way. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello, Hollywood. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I want to see uh, who um, in their right mind is uh, from the city council out in um, Hollywood is proposing to change the name of uh, presidential circle to Joe DiMaggio circle. Yeah, I see. Boris Engelberg is very upset about that too. I read that thing today. He's all pissed off about it. It's nice to know that our council people out here in Hollywood uh, spend you know, most of the day trying to go ahead and rename this place. Why don't they instead just go over to the beach there and put a sign up, Go Home Frogs, which would be doing everybody a service? Huh? <laughs> Wouldn't that be better? That's right. That's right. Do something productive for the taxpayers in Hollywood. Make the frogs go home. Get the hell out of here and put some clothing on before you get out. Exactly. Exactly is right. Thanks a lot, Neil. God bless you, sir. Have a great day. And you too. Yeah, I read that thing this morning. And Morris Engelberg... Joe's uh, attorney and longtime companion, whatever the hell that uh, means. Uh, what? No, nothing about what you're talking about. What is it? About what you're talking about. What? About renaming presidential circle. What are you, some kind of anti-Semite that don't like Joe DiMaggio? Just because he uh, smoked three packs of camels a day and was a bad example for all the kids today? And died because he was... Maybe he didn't die because they took his long out. Maybe he died because he was 84 years old. Did that ever rename it Uncle Milty Circle? Yeah, anything. that's right. Anything. He's still alive and got a much bigger schlong, too, by the way. Uncle I bet you he gave Marilyn a big O. Yeah, Gary, he, uh, you know, yeah, in fact, there was a line in the book. And who was it that said, was it Marilyn Monroe? It's, it's, you must be psychic. It's in this book, in the Okunanan book by that fag, Gary, Indiana. And it's, it's, it says exactly that. Somebody once told Marilyn Monroe that Milty had the biggest schlong in Hollywood, and her comment was, who cares? Who would do him anyway? Seriously, that, that's, it's, it, I'll find it. Before the show is over, I'll find the exact quote. You must be psychic, goddammit. we got a psychic little stick here. You have your own show on Channel 51 by the end of the week. Get you some magnetic bracelets, some uh, potions and lotions and golden uh, whatever. huh? All those old Cuban ladies, they'll be falling hand over fist to send you money. They'll all be going... <laughs> 21 till noon at 560 WQM. And, of course, we left we left the Julio's off the list, you know, the fag list. Because, I mean, you know, just like George said, that's so obvious. It's almost like the priest thing. I know someone that can do a sandwich or two. Eat moss, that skinny chick, the skinniest chick I know. Your future's bleak, that heroin chic, you got to lay off the blow. Kate Moss, that skinny chick, we want to know what's the deal. To close the trap when you're in rehab, you're worse than Ally McBeal. It's 11.45. Remember Jack Lemon said, I had a lousy time in Yugoslavia. Remember that? That was in a movie, Mass Appeal. Didn't you ever see that movie? <clears throat> a long time ago. Richard, uh, was that his name? Richard Durning? Or, no, Charles Durning. He was the priest, the older priest. 
and I had a lousy time in Yugoslavia, which is about the only time you'll ever hear about Yugoslavia, except now that we're bombing uh, the hell out of them over there. In Co- and is it Kosovo or Kosovo? That kind of like changes back and forth, forth and back, because nobody ever heard of it before anyway. I told you that Jeb Bush was an asshole, by the way. Told you that. Here's living proof. Restore sodas in the schools. Bush says he'll drink to that. <laughs> How do you like that? <laughs> Tallahassee, Governor Jeb Bush agreed things would go better with Coke. And by the way, anybody see that Coke's stock is going along with the rest of the market in the toilet? He agreed things would go better with Coke after listening to a debate on Tuesday over whether the state should drop restrictions on soft drink stay, uh, sales in high schools. You parents out there, you should be screaming bloody murder on this, okay? Of course, all you mothers out there probably going to Publix and buying all kinds of sodas anyway and poisoning your kids with lots and lots of sugar. A Coca-Cola spokeswoman and school board officials urged the governor and Florida cabinet to revoke a rule that prohibits the sale of beverages from vending machines until at least one hour after the uh, last lunch period. Nutritionists agree are argued against any change. The cabinet, which sits at, as the State Board of Education, took no immediate action, but Bush said he wants to go on record in favor of a repeal. We have too many rules on schools, he said. Commissions from vending machine sales would pump millions of dollars into the schools for computers, teacher aids, learning materials, athletic equipment, and other needs. Repeal supporters continued. The simple fact is we cannot live on taxpayers' money alone, said Pinellas County uh, School Board Attorney John Bowen. Florida School Boards Association lobbyist Wayne Blanton also favored repeal, saying local boards would make the final decision. Frank Mullins, food service director of the Indian River County School District, said vending machines would siphon money from school lunchrooms. It's just moving the money from one pocket to another, he said. He says if the cabinets want schools to sell sodas, the food services could do the job instead of the vending machines. Mullins and Tallahassee nutritionist Freddie Kay also argue that selling more soda will harm the health of children because soft drinks have a high sugar content and they displace milk in the youngsters. That's well, that's a bad argument. Milk will kill them, too. Kay held up a 12-ounce paper cup and a glass jar containing seven teaspoons of sugar, the amount in 12 ounces of soda. Are you listening to that? 12 ounces of soda, seven freaking teaspoons of sugar. Girls who drink soda instead of milk are increasing their chances of later getting osteoporosis, a bone disease. Milk has high levels of calcium, which prevents osteoporosis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How do you like that? The governor wants Coke back in the schools, okay? Maybe he's not talking about Coca-Cola. Maybe he just wants Coke like that back in the schools, huh? Phony faker. I knew this man was exactly what we knew he was before. Piece of crap. Here's a lady in Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Okay, I have two contributions to your list. Yes. Show horse trainers and dog show trainers. And show and dog trainers. You would be every major horse show in the country, you would be really pressed to find a straight man. Uh-huh. Maybe is that why when I see the dog shows, they all go prancing around with their dogs on the leash? That's exactly why. And I don't know about dog shows, but with horse shows, there's kind of a moratorium on ugly men. Really? Yeah. Huh. have to check those out. Yes. Okay, thanks. And I thought in Toronto that Alan Eagleson was the Antichrist. He is. And does that make Andy Kaufman gay? Harold Harold Ballard's a close second. And have a great day. Okay, we have another somebody who knows something about hockey, eh? See, these people from uh, up there in Canada, I'm talking about the English-speaking ones, they're the salt of the earth. They're the good folks. The frogs, of course, we ate them like poison. They know something. Actually, I'm going up and be on the air up there. I'm not going to waste my time with this crap anymore. You know, I'm going to talk to some people who have got something to say, who we speak the same language. Down here, all they know is... Yeah, and what do you got for free? That's all they know down here. In fact, it's appropriate the frogs come down here because they're the cheapest bastards on the face of the earth, and they come down here because they can relate. 
Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. God. Yes, sir. All right. Hey, it's the first time you heard from Jeb Bush in a while. Since he got elected, he's been sitting on his ass up there. Uh huh. And I got a couple. Uh, I got a couple of professions for you. Yes, sir. Uh, sports radio talk show host, not including yourself, of course. And yeah, uh, that's because I don't do a sports show, right? <laughs> and uh, realtors. Realtors. Male realtors. Okay. Okay, got it. Now, how do you spell that, realtor? Most people say that, just like people say ju- uh, jewelers. They say jewelry. Yeah, jewelry. And jewelers instead of jewelers. Huh? There's some there's some goyim who sell uh, jewelry. There are even some goyim that drive jew canoes. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, sir. How Buenos are tardes. You? It's almost uh, that time. I got a, got a couple professions for you. Yes, sir. Okay, let's start out with the people that work in Disney World. And how about uh, politics in Key West, all the politicians? Okay, whatever you're saying. Well, he should know, I guess. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Of course, not to mention uh, the people that hang out there in Westland, but that's not a pro- well. Maybe it is a profession. And how do those glory holes get started? I, I still had no response to yesterday's question, which I thought was pretty interesting, especially those of us men who are real men that don't go cruising around in ladies' tea rooms like George evidently has, looking for graffiti or whatever he can sniff in there. The seat. No, no, seriously. I wonder if there, if in women write graffiti on the walls in restrooms. Men we know do it because men were sick, were twisted. I've never done it. I've never written any graffiti. I've read it. I've sat there reading it. Sometimes very amusing. Huh? In fact, sometimes it's so funny it'll, yeah, knock the right out of you, which helps. That's good. But women, I don't know. See, there's this image that we have that women are ah, they're just uh, a little bit too prissy and too uh, squeaky clean for that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil guy. Yes, sir. One more profession for you. Of course, if those bulldogs ever figure out how to, if they ever finger out how to put a glory hole in those restrooms. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's a jigsaw. Um, copier salesman. Got what, some friends. One what, what, kind got, of, what kind of salesman? Copier salesman. Copier salesman? <laughs> I know these two guys. One of them's Catholic. One of them's Jewish. Yeah. I'm listening to you right now. Yes. Driving off the freaking road. Metacones? Si. Okay. Muchas Thanks. gracias. Okay. Time to butch you up. Copier salesman, how do you like that? And one of them's a Catholic. And he's licking it. Nine minutes till noon at 560Q. And we finally found a topic this town can relate to. I mean, we heard the fudge packers, all the heterosexuals a few months ago, and we found out, brought them out of the closet. I think it's good. Everybody come out wherever you are, okay? Open up the door, swing it open wide, and let's, let's breathe the fresh air. Just DNH and let's be who we are, okay? And stop trying to kid each other. Like that guy who called at the end of the show yesterday. Who are you kidding, pal? Gorgeous George. I mean, he was right there on TV talking all that uh, crap, talking all that trash. How about uh, how about rock stars? Left that out. Other than Rod Stewart and Brian Wilson and Steve Tyler, here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. And Dusty Springfield. Pembroke Pines. Hello. Going once, gone, long gone. Here's a mobile implantation. Hello. Mobile implantation. Okay. Here's uh, North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up? How you doing, sir? All right, I got a story for you. Are you ready? 
I'm ready. All right. Uh, so it's going to be real short. All right, fine. Okay. Yeah, I went to Ticketmaster this morning at 9.40 a.m. at the Publix of Miami Beach. Yes. And they asked for Panther Pack tickets. You, you asked for what? For, for Panther Pack tickets for right. the night's game. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So the person put it into the computer and said that I have to no. wait. And the person said I have to wait until 10 o'clock right. because it was 9.40. Uh-huh. That's when it went on sale. Mm-hmm. So, so I waited 20 minutes, and then she tried again on the computer, and it didn't work. So she, so she called up the main Ticketmaster office, and they told her that she has to go according to the network time on the, on the computer. Because like the network time on the computer was like half hour earlier than the real time, so it said 9:30. It's like all screwed up or something. You understand so far? No. Okay, fine. Go ahead. Okay, fine. So, so fine. So I waited an extra half hour, and at 10 o'clock, the person tried the computer again and it didn't work. So she called up the main ticket master, and they said that the Panther Pack ticket is for handicapped people. So my question. Well, hell? you should have qualified, okay? They uh, help out the mentally handicapped. We have a little bit of that around here. In fact, we even have people that have handicapped stickers in their vehicles because they're mentally handicapped. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Anybody understand what he was talking about? No. But the good news is he won't be at the game tonight. That's the good news. Here's a mobile in Jupiter. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, another American profession. Uh, dancers on award shows. Dancers, oh yeah, well that that's that's a hundred percent. That's right down the line. Even how about ballet dancers? All of them, except for Ron Reagan Jr. We don't uh, <laughs> yeah, we believe in him. Okay, thank you, sir. The list is it's growing and growing and growing. It's expanding. It's like a big gigantic serpent out of control. It's getting so big. Man, let's get a let's lasso it and before it gets uh, dangerous. Divers, figure skaters, professional wrestlers, swimmers, gymnastics. Broadcasters, interior decorators, fashion designers, paramedics, firefighters, actors, ballerina dancers, other dancers, show dancers, show horses, show dog trainers, priests, bodybuilders, flight att- male flight attendants, realtors, copy salesmen, people that work in the uh, tea rooms in Westland. Jesus Christ, are there any straight people left out there? No. Here's a, a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Couple more professions for you. <laughs> yeah. Male dog groomers. Oh, you know your dog groomers. You know something. Virtually everybody that works in the uh, veterinarian. Uh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely correct. Right, and then uh, flower designers. Flower uh, florists. Florists, yeah. Man. No, not I, Jeff the florist. He's about the only straight florist I know. Is Jeff the florist? Well, uh, they uh, got lots of pansies in that flower business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Excellent listen, job, sir. Yes. You got a time for another little pet peeve here? Yeah. I was trying to find the day you had a uh, couple of days you had baseball games on. I was trying to find something else on the radio. Mm-hmm. Good luck. FM, forget it. I have twelve buttons on my radio for right. FM. I could. I have five of them set to the same station because I couldn't find enough That's stations right. for all. That's right. This of them. is the worst FM market in America. Even in Sturgis, Michigan, the music is better on FM. The absolute worst. Yeah, I like, uh, you know, oldies, like from the late 50s, 60s, right. and stuff like that. But they play the same 10 songs. Yeah, Magic plays the same six records over and over again. That's all they know. It's, it's sickening. Yep. Anyhow, I'm glad you're on the radio. Get you get your a good CD player. I got one at home. About 500 CDs. Tremendous. Okay. Thank you. Good luck to you, sir. God bless you. Dog groomers, florists, boy, the list is growing and growing. I mean, what what's like a real manly profession that's left, huh? Is is there like is there one? Is you there... know construction workers and steel workers. Construction workers? <laughs> oh man! 
Hard hats? Boy, I guess you haven't seen too many village people videos lately, have you? Well, I'm Jerry Falwell, I'm the right hand of God. And when I woke up today, I put my TV on, and instead of Kathy Lee or CNN, I saw a purple creature with a gay sign on his head. It was an upside-down triangle purple hinky-winky. Upside-down triangle purple hinky-winky. Upside-down triangle purple hinky-winky. Hey, Teletubbies. Well, just when I thought things couldn't get worse, I noticed he was carrying a little purse. Now, how? How can they call this a children's show? I may be purple, but I have a brown hole. He has an upside down triangle purple dinky winky. Upside down triangle purple dinky winky. I'd love to drink your balls. Yay, purple dinky winky. Yay, Teletubby. Well, most about Christian times is hard to believe, but on the Teletubby's tummy is a TV screen. It had a purple penis pointing straight at me. That was blowing a noise through the hole in the thing. WQM, here's a fax from Palm Beach County. Yeah, okay, okay, blow it out your ass. It says Kianis with two N's, by the way, so you know it's an Anglo, but nice try. Kianis Mas Macho, wrestlers or male cheerleaders? There's another good one for you. Of course, except Trent Lott. You know, he's, uh, well, we think. We're not too sure. Boy, there are more categories. Uh, here's another fact that's got a list. Actors we already got. Busboys and waiters. What do you think? Uh-huh. Cruise directors? Uh-huh. Any job in a South Beach club? Uh-huh. Personal trainers? Uh-huh. Personal trainers? Yeah! Oh, yeah. Well, I got another one. Chiropractors. What? It's true. I have no idea why. The over... I mean, I'd say... I don't want to, you know, exaggerate, but I'd say like 98%. Chiropractors. Gay. So I think we we're doing this backwards. We're doing ask backwards. Could we find any profession where there are, are no homos, huh? Where we just uh, aren't in there. You think there's such a profession? No. Oh, that's right. I forgot the Navy. That's right. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. 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 Yes, sir. I'm talking about graffiti in the ladies' room. Yes. They definitely have it there because I have my name there. It says, uh, for good time, call Steve. And I'm getting a lot of calls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Open line of date five six seven <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Here's uh, Cutler Ridge. <laughs> Hello. Hey Neil, how you doing? That was beautiful. Uh, how about everybody that works at the Costco and Kendall? Uh, they're all gay. Are they? Yeah. Everybody. Okay. Uh, what's going on with your Toronto Maple Leafs? They're going through a uh, little problem. Yeah, it looks like... They're going through, like everybody else does, like Carolina is right now. Everybody, even the good teams, they go through their uh, problem. Yeah, I was talking to my cousins who live up in Hyde Park in Toronto, and they're, they're really starting to get worried. A they're little. starting to get nervous. Well, Yeah, they're starting to remind We got them. Yannick Perot back from L.A. yesterday. That was a good deal. We unloaded Jason Smith, got back Yannick Perot. That was a good deal. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be enough. Well, we'll see. Well, I'm not expecting they're going to win the Stanley Cup. I'd like to see them win, you know, maybe win a round of the playoffs. I, I'd like to see them go all the way. Well, so I, would I, but I, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, uh, what do you think of the Bruins? What are their chances? <laughs> you think so, huh? 
they they got a good young team, but they're not going anywhere. The Bruins, you know, for for how many years now have they done it? You know, they uh, they get blown out in the first round of the playoffs, usually by Montreal, who ain't going to make it this year. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, and also the New Jersey Devils have always been a thorn in their side, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah they're not going anywhere. But uh, I'm hoping to be going up to the new stadium up in Toronto. I'm going to go visit my cousins up there. They tell me it's it's gorgeous. It is. It's, I haven't know. been inside, but uh, Panthers playing are April 10th, and I'm sure my close personal friend Rimmer will get me tickets to that game. <laughs> well, what I want to catch there is a Montreal-Toronto game. Uh, I hear it's it's insane. It is. It's 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 like going to you know a, a Stanley Cup game. Right. You know? Hey Neil, you have a good day and God bless you. I'll see you on Bay Street, okay? All right. Okay. See you later. See you around, eh? Okay. There's a guy with a heavy New York accent, but he's got the uh, mishpocha in Toronto. That's good. Maybe it'll rub off. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Got a couple of professions for you. Oh, Jesus. I got to have another page here. I got so many. Here I go. Lumberjack. Lumberjack? How about that? Is there really such a... Yeah, I guess there is. And in the supermarket, any I guess cashier... I get lonely out there in the woods. Yes? Super, supermarket cashier and anybody that works in the dairy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, but juice can you. Okay, whatever you say. Anybody that works in the dairy, maybe they like milk in it. What do I know? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Well, we got fifty thousand professions here. We haven't even scratched the surface yet, evidently. Boy, what did I say? Like ninety five percent of us. Here's a, a lady in Perrine. Hello. Hi Neil. Yes, ma'am. I want to start a lesbian list. Okay. How about the LPGA? Any and, sport. Any and the WNBA. Sport. Right. And then how about pet store workers? What is it? You know, like the pet pet smart. Have you ever noticed that? That they're dikey. Very dikey. Yeah. And anything with horseback riding. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those who ride it bareback. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> That's it. Okay, we'll work on a separate list. Okay, thank you. Thanks for Bye. Bye bye. Yeah, we got a dike list and a, a fag list. Okay. And never the twain shall meet, except maybe in the tea room to check out each other's graffiti. We got better glory holes. No, you can imagine in a ladies' room, huh, like that? Can't you? I mean, that would be so much easier, you know? And they could always walk out of there and say, well, it felt like a finger. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. What's happening? Yes, sir. You know what I like about you is that when you go on vacation, you leave this godforsaken country. Yeah. That's an admirable thing to do. What I wanted to ask you is, I know you usually, <laughs> go, you usually go to Amsterdam, right? And Rome and uh, Berlin and Cologne and uh, My question is, Helsinki. I'm serious. I'm serious, I'm yeah. serious now. When you go, do you usually take like a companion, or do you have like casual hot gay sex when you're? Like, I don't have I don't have hot gay sex anywhere there or here or any place else. Is this the hot gay sex guy? Yes. That has no life. I don't have. I mean, if it'll make you feel better, I have hot gay sex. I'm having hot gay sex with myself right now. Thanks, I'm squeezing bro. it. Okay. Hey, everybody, everybody that works better? at everybody that works at MA music and musicians, most of them are gay too. Musicians. Okay, excellent. Right. Okay. Musicians. God Almighty, the list. The list. All writers, huh? Writers? Poets? Jesus, I feel so inspired now. We may have to expand the show here. People that listen to uh, the sports shows on QAM, I mean, most of them, that goes without saying. We already know that. 
Remember what Al Goldstein said about it. That's a gay club, you moron. Nine minutes past noon at 560 WQM. I'll tell you what, no matter what you are, you're gay, straight, in between, undecided, uh, old, feeble, go to Pompano Park uh, this afternoon, evening, have yourself a wonderful time. Tonight on Investigative Reports, discover the shocking secret of Bill Clinton's homosexual affair. Yes, it's true. I had sex with Bill Clinton. Many John Doe's like this one have come forward, much like the Jane Doe's, such as Juanita Broderick. Not to mention rumored affairs with Roderick Crawford, Victor Buono, Alan Seuss, Richard Deacon, and Charles Nelson Riley. Hello, I'm Bill Curtis. Join me tonight for All the President's Men. 1213 at 560 WQM. Speaking of men. Ed Berliner. Oh, close but not a match. Ed Berliner, baby. I love that. And by the way, these jingles are going over big today. Oh. Buff Lindsay stuck his head in the door and said, hey, how about that? He said, get out of here. Go back and sit at your desk. Here's a tamarack. Hello. Hey there, Neil. Okay. Uh, how about the uh, men's shoe salesman at the Macy's department stores? <laughs> now it's starting to get a little more specific where you're kind of like narrowing it down. A uh, fashion mall to be exact. Shoe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no names, of course. Wow. Well, you know, really when you come right down to it, what kind of guys want to smell other guys' feet? Huh? I mean, I know our, well, I mean, don't say that. I'm sure that our good friends at Brandy's and our people at uh, New Balance, we got a lot of uh, balanced people in both of those places, huh? We don't really care who they're diddling. They're great folks. But when you come right down to it, who the hell wants to have a job sitting around sniffing another guy's feet all day for a living? Unless, of course, you got maybe like a foot fetish. Here's uh, Tamarack. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I was wondering, did you didn't have the catch day flying uh, NBC last night? No. Well, they had the thing about the uh, major from Miami and his traffic incident up in Orlando. Oh, I saw the very, very ass end of that, yeah. Well, uh, the one thing that was just incredible, there's three things. First of all, if you're a policeman, you obviously don't have to obey the traffic laws. Because the guy said, no matter what I did, I shouldn't have been getting a ticket because I'm a police officer. Right, that's right. And then the second thing is, you should have heard this guy's language. He called that policeman, give me my license, bitch. Now, now oh. let, me, let me ask you a question. I, I saw about the last two minutes because I was watching hockey, of course. Right. And I flip over that because I do like that show, and I, I would have sworn that the F word got on the air. Well, it's possible, but how could they believe? They couldn't have had anything the guy said without the F word. Everything he said was the F word. Yeah. And his basic defense was, maybe it's a cultural thing, but he says, I'm from the city. That's the way we talk to everybody. Yeah. So I was wondering, said, so and the guy said, and then, you know, as much as you don't like the police or whatever, the guy said, where would I be if I had been the one calling him a bitch and boy and mother effer and this and that? Right. And then, of course, the capper of all, the guy says, well, I'm just out there doing my job. I'll do anything to stop somebody. No matter how bad the law is, it's, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I said, well, geez, there he goes. First, he's admitting you don't have to obey the law if you're a policeman. Second of all, if but you get pulled over, you can act any way you want. Don't you already know that? I did well. If you're a black guy, I guess you can. I'd like to think what would happen if I got out of the car and said, "Give me my license, bitch." Give it a shot. Call us back and let oh. us know. Okay, give it a try. Okay, I didn't see it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. I was busy watching hockey games last night. I was watching the uh, Buffalo Jersey, a fairly entertaining one one tie. Watching uh, the Penguins shellack the hell out of the pathetic Chicago Blackhawks five to two. Pretty entertaining for a little while there. Watching a couple of minutes of Dallas and Phoenix, the uh, the Coyotes. Dallas won that game, by the way. In case you went to bed early, they won a three to two. I don't I don't understand them. 
I don't understand. They got a lot of old guys on that team, and then they got Betty Hogue. They brought her back. I don't, uh, you know, Mike Keene and Brian Scrutland and uh, Guy Carboneau, and a lot of real old, old guys, you know, on that team. I mean, they win. They keep winning, but watching them isn't my idea of excitement. Well, what do I know? Here's a lady in North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, um, I have two things to say to you. Yes. Number one is um, a man job would be an OBGYN, and a gay job that I've seen a lot of people in it would be probably a hotel industry guy. I've seen a lot of them. I used to work with them. Uh-huh. So that's pretty much it. That's all I wanted to add to your list. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hotel clerks. Huh? Major D's. Right? This is such an expansive list. We could do this for another six months and not even scrape the surface of it. How about proctologists? I mean, seriously, when you come right down to it, what kind of a guy? Really? I'm asking this. I've asked this before. It takes a very special breed, and I guess we should be grateful for them, not the ones that are quacks that are like the rubber band man, the one that gave me the magnets for my shoes, that everybody that goes up there gets the rubber bands whether they need it, want it or not, you know, the rubber band man. But what kind of a person wants to stick his finger into other people's rectum and wiggle it around? Huh? I guess probably, I'm talking about strangers now. You do understand that. I'm not talking about somebody you know. Huh? Do you ever stick your finger in a stranger's rectum? Yes. Oh, come on. No, we were always very close. Now, up to which knuckle? Here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. <laughs> mobile in Naples. Okay, nice talking to you. They're paying. See, I don't understand that. They're paying for it on their dime. They waited only 11 minutes, and now they ran out of money. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Seriously, I mean, I, I don't want you to spend your whole rest of the week thinking about it, but that's something for us to wonder. And it is a very important thing, you know, go in there and have those uh, examinations, you know, those colorectal exams. Somebody's got to do it. It's a filthy job, but somebody's got to do it. In fact, I know it's, I'm having my own lunch. I'm having from uh, Chuck, by the way. Thank you, Chuck, at the Subcenter. A great salad here, which I'm doing great, by the way. Blood sugar is 77 this morning. Oh! I'm kicking ass. But do you think that... I mean, I'm sure that it must have happened over the years that maybe a proctologist has occasionally put on that rubber glove, inserted his digit, and then... Do you, you know what I'm saying? Are you conjuring this up in your mind? Uh-huh. Huh? I mean, I, I like I said before, if there was a God, we wouldn't have to worry about these messy, smelly, terrible things. But unfortunately, there ain't no God. It's just nature uh, doesn't play favorites. Nature is uh, wicked. But I've often wondered that if, you know, the proctologist ever, like, starts examining it. Oh, man. Here's a Cooper City. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I think uh, harness drivers aren't. Yeah. Interior decorators probably Harness are. drivers aren't? I knew a couple who were, but oh, anyway. Okay. No names. Interior decorators probably are. Yeah, that's already way up ahead on the list, yeah. Okay. And do you the Capritas back in town? That's what I heard. What yeah. station's he on? WRLX in Palm Beach. Well, how come he's not calling us? I don't know. I just read it on the Internet. Okay, thanks for the good okay. news. We'll look him up. Yeah, I heard a couple of weeks ago Caprita was back in town. Ain't talking to us. I guess probably because we shine him whenever he comes down here. We like Captain Dave. He's a good guy. 
from a distance. Do I have any money for him? No. No, he's, he's all right. He kind of bounces around. He's here. He's there. You never did see that spot where he played the Brutus, had the knife behind his back. Looked like an axe murderer, like I always called him, and he went out there to Hollywood and found a part playing an axe murderer in some uh, spot. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey, Neil. How yes, you sir. Doing? Great. How about all those little things that are in the um, amusement parks that dress up in the little costumes? Oh, amusement park. All of these things. Excellent, sir. Hey, and how about Chris Wells with all zeros except for penalty minutes? Yeah, he's uh, he's dynamite, ain't he? He's I, doing it. Oh, uh, well, He's out here for forgetting, though. He's a project. Yeah. He's a project. Already. If he keeps playing like this, he'll be living in the project. He's a reject. Uh huh. How about this kid Wilson that came from Buffalo? Mike. How is he? Didn't you read what they said about him? No. Late for uh, practice, late for meetings, late to uh, chronically late. So he's not playing, huh? You think he probably get benched tonight? <laughs> huh? Right. Excellent, Troy. Uh, people that work in amusement parks, people that dress up like Mickey Mouse, or people that just like to dress up, maybe like Barbara Streisand, you know, guys like that. Joan Crawford, Betty Davis. Marilyn Monroe. I mean, you see a drag queen, that's obvious. But people that work in amusement parks, huh? We don't want to say like the Disney people because we don't want to get those the Baptist uh, people all stirred up again, you know? By the way, there's a, uh, to show you that the Goyam really run this country, not us Jews, Newsweek magazine, for which, by the way, I subscribe and I pay money and I really resent. I'm going to write them a letter, which I never write letters to anybody. I'm going to write them a letter bitching them out. This week's Newsweek magazine, 2,000 Years of Jesus on the cover with a depiction of Jesus. And by the way, I, since we are talking about this, I mean, Jesus, butch up a little bit. Talk about a bad drag outfit. Look at that picture. Get serious. And it goes in between his fingers there. Huh? No, I don't want to look again, okay? But there are a whole bunch of stupid poll. I mean, what kind of people did they pull? A bunch of retards for this poll? Uh-huh. How important is it that you non-Christians, how is it important that non-Christians convert to Christianity? Now, evangelical Protestants said, very important, 72% of them said it's very important to convert the world. 25% of other Protestants, only 17% of Catholics. How do you like that? Here's Now, this is the best. I want you to stop while you're, as soon as you stop thinking about the proctologist and the, what he's doing, think about this. The poll question, do you believe that Jesus Christ rose from the dead after dying on the cross? Christians, 88% of them said, yes. 32% of non-Christians said, yes. according to this poll in Newsweek magazine. <laughs> is, is that incredible? So they're, uh, they're both unusual. How can you be a Christian and not believe it? Oh, you, you think that most Christians believe that crap? Well, then how are they Christians if they don't? Because they were born into it, and they like going, and they, uh, it's That's like a fraternity. Thing. It's, a, it's a fraternity. It's a social club. It's like going to a Panthers game. No, seriously. I mean, if they said, are you a Panthers fan? Yes. Are you a hockey fan? No. That means they show up at the games. They fraternize. They socialize. They schmooze. They eat a little, uh, drink a few beers. They you know, eat a little chow, have a good time, go home. Are they hockey fans? No. No. Do they go to church? Yeah, they schmooze, they socialize, they bring the uh, covered plate, you know, for the uh, church picnic and a supper. And do they believe it as crap? No. No, so they're still Christians. But the idea that 32% of non-Christians supposedly believe that Jesus rose from the dead? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Goyam owned that magazine, you know what? Here's a lady mobile in uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, how are you? Great. Okay, I have to add to your list. Okay. 
Um, for horseback riders, it's mostly Western. The women are lesbians who ride Western. Yeah. And the men are gay who ride English. The men are gay who ride what? Who ride English. Who, oh. like, do the jumpers and the show jumping and everything. Yeah, right. They're gay. But and they're, then the women who do the barrel they're English. Racing. I mean, isn't that a redundancy? English uh, fags? That's redundant. Well, they're not all English. I mean, some of them are Julio's and everything. Oh, well, Julio's. Like I said, it's Most redundant. of them are Julio's now. Really? Yeah. Julio's got into that? Yeah, well, they good. Glad they're starting to come out. A little honesty is good for those bastards. They're getting all the Brazilians who have the money from the drugs come over and buy horses. Yeah, well, they're all a bunch of drag queens anyway, so how do you know the difference? This is true. Okay, have a great and day, sweetheart. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, the list. Look, look at the size of this list. Look at how big it is, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Growing by the minute. So the Julios ride English? The Julios ride Old English, bareback. They're riding bareback over at Westland probably right now while we're talking. They're probably so emotionally and sweated up from this conversation. And you notice there's not one person that's called in. Let's see, I left out the Air Force. That's right. There's one for the straight people. Air Force? There's no fags in the Air Force, are there? Yes! What's the matter with lesbian golfers? Can't you tell we really love hitting balls? The only thing that separates us from the men is the country club's bathroom stalls. And that's my girlfriend, who's also caddy. She's the fan, I'm the book, she calls me daddy. Must die, that's five, two, and taco, all right. It's still lady talk to me. My favorite hole, doesn't have any number, a green or a fairway. Don't sweat me cause I'm a snapper, lapper. I play golf and I'm gay. I'm missing the key time to caught in the clubhouse. Let's golf is the only time to tell out. I'm gay, let's play L-E-G-A. Still let golf to me. Oh! And ride a disgrace, kick sit on my face. Still ladies golf to me. But don't forget. There's no fags in, in the church. Okay, 1231 at 560 WQM. So anyway, going back to this Newsweek thing for just a second. This is really fascinating because it's got what they claim to be a uh, kind of a mangled history of Christianity through the ages in here. And they have the chronology of this. 33 A.D., Jesus is crucified. Uh, 33, uh, the year 33. What, what, what would that be? A.D. Yeah. Oh, that's right. See, I always, uh, we don't think of ad domino. We always think of like after death. Huh? That's not correct, is it? No, it is not. I know Dominini. <laughs> yeah, Dominini. Wasn't he that, uh, didn't he win three Oscars the other night, Roberto Dominini? 33 A.D., Jesus is crucified under the orders of Pontius Pilate. 60 to 125. Now, I always heard it was like around the year 90, okay? But nevertheless, this is at least 27 years and up to almost 100 years after he died. The four Gospels attributed to Mark, Luke, Matthew, and John are written and circulated, Okay. This is with no printing press, no radio, no TV, no uh, wireless, no uh, anything. Huh? And here we are, 2,000 years later. I rest my case. Oh, but there were witnesses, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I got a witness. Here is a Hialeah. Hello? Neil, God. Yes, sir. Uh, tomorrow for your gay occupations list. Yes? Uh, I don't know if anyone's mentioned a uh, male nurse. Male nurse, excellent. 
and uh, physical therapist. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. In closing, can you play the Chinese restaurant? Okay. Thanks. See ya. Hasta que your meters. Physical therapist, male nurse. Uh, here is a list of just zillions and zillions. No wonder there's no unemployed fags out there, you know? That's why we're always all working. You go to the unemployment line, you see any gay people there? No. No, all straight. Desperate, broken-down-looking straight bastards in America because all us fags have taken up all the jobs. Here's a Coral Gables. Hello. Coral Gables. Going once. Going twice. Okay. Well, we know there's no fags in the Gables. Well, maybe one. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a Hollywood. Hello. Hey Neil, it's your old buddy Cox on the radio. How you doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a deal. Uh, okay. Good. Work on it tomorrow. Okay. Have another one. <laughs> Was that pathetic or what? Was that pathetic? Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Got uh, starting to thin out a little bit. Actually, some serious acts today. We finally hit on a topic these people can relate to. Something that they understand. Because they know one when they can smell one, okay? We didn't get any comment, uh, except for Steve, of course, who hangs out there in the ladies' tea rooms. Nice going, Steve. He's getting some action. Maybe he likes to dress up. A call from Washington, D.C.? Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Uh, you missed a very obvious one, Neil. And what is that? Uh, congressman. Congressman, right. Yeah. I'm um, calling from the glory hole capital of the world. Right. Uh, By the way, uh, be sure and say hi to George Steph on top of us. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm a straight guy, but I've had a couple of strange experiences up here I won't share with you. But uh, Really? Yeah. Uh, please uh, include congressmen on your list. Not Barney Fagg. No. Oh, no. no. He's too obvious. Yeah. That's that's why he's got those puckered up lips, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, thanks yeah. for the good news. Say Goodbye. hi to Pete Williams, too, there on NBC or whatever he's working on. Another one. So anyway, uh, 5670560560 on the mobile one line. Did I say anyway? Did I say that? Did I say anyhow? I didn't say that, did I? I don't want to start stealing other people's lines. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, it's a ground flow. I mean, I haven't seen a response like this since you were doing the uh, Julio anal sex topic like a couple months back. Well, I think I think there's some relationship there. You see a little bit of a crossover here, maybe? Latent. Terminal. Uh-huh. Right. Terminal. Listen, anybody who has ever, ever worked at Birdine's, any store, <laughs> anywhere, and I'm telling you this because, I mean, I used to work there. I'm the exception to the rule. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But um, You're kind of like undecided. you got one toe in and one toe out. Yeah, I've got one finger in the rear and one finger in my mouth. Uh-huh. Uh, my girlfriend Hopefully not the there. same one, yes. Yeah, they, they have something there called the Visual Merchandising Team, which is basically a bunch of fairies who, like, they dress up the mannequins and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, the guys that dress the mannequins, yeah. Hey! Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, a visual, that's a visual merchandising expert, and Birdines, all they do is turn out, you know, gay visual merchandising. As a matter of fact, my friend was, high, was applying for a job there, and I don't think he's going to get it because he's straight. Oh, forget it. And so, so you used to work there? Yeah, mind you, yeah. I, I used bet to work you had there. to pick some real select times to uh, use those tea rooms at Burdines. Oh, well, work- I, you know, I called you once a long, long time ago because I had a tea room incident. I was, you know, taking a in yeah. the bathroom at Burdines. Yeah. And I'm the guy who I was sitting there. All of a sudden, I see a pair of penny loafers under the under the stall. Yeah. Just staring there, pointing at me. Tell them next time, stick quarters in it. You'll think about it. Maybe. Okay. All right, Neil. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I thought maybe he was going to say he saw somebody stick his penis under the stall. That poor Margaret Orth boy. I wish uh, Tim uh, Russer would straighten her ass out or some part of her. She's the, the, the limbo rock. And it turns out, by the way, that Jeff Trail, the 
the cartoon, the, uh, the Mickey Mouse tattoo, wasn't on his ankle. It was on his hip. So the reason that the other guy recognized him looking through the glory holes, he recognized seeing it on his hip, not on his ankle, okay, sweetheart? Guys aren't down there on the ground doing the limbo rock, sticking their <laughs> under the stall uh, thing there, okay? Somebody draw her a diaphragm before it's too late. Well, I don't know. Straight bitch. How can I help you? Yeah, I couldn't find a restaurant for sale. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. What's your name? Patrick. Patrick? Yeah. Uh, so thought you supposed to talk to someone named Foo. Who? Foo. Okay, hold on just a second, okay? Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yeah, who's speaking? Huh? Yeah, hello? Who's speaking? Hello? Uh, hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, you got restaurant for sale? Uh-huh. Uh, how much you want for restaurant? Well, you come over to uh, look at it and talk to the boss. I come over and maybe eat, eat dinner with you. Okay. Uh, does uh, that price include, uh, all the walks? Huh? Huh? Come on. Come on, that's all. You're Chinese? Yeah, Chinese. Okay, you come over and do it to the boss. Okay, how about I get order to go and then I come over and pick it up and look at the restaurant? Okay. Okay? okay. What's your heart? Uh, you know, 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 all right. It's a seven. There's more truth to that than fiction. You ever hear them speak? Them uh, uh, those wonderful Chinese people. I do love the Asian folks, boy, but uh, they can't speak. Here are some uh, more homos. It says on this list from uh, one of our listeners, makeup artist. Do we already have that? Uh, Navy submarine personnel. Are you kidding me? Under they're doing it underwater. How about just the Navy? There's no fact in Navy. Chorus singers, and then, of course, Cubans. I mean, that, that's obvious. Let's see. Uh, broadcasting, people at Channel 7, the cruise, they call it the cruiseplex, not the newsplex. It's the cruiseplex over Channel 7. Bank tellers, mail telephone operators, most people in the travel industry, with the exception of our good friend Bob Lincoln. And then it goes on here about radio program directors, but I won't read that. Or say where it's from. Okay, it's uh, 1245 at 560 WQAM. Don't be picking on uh, Andy S. in the woods like that. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Mobile in West Palm. Neil, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I hear you. Okay. Um, I've only been in the car for about a half hour, so I don't know if they had the obvious or not talk show host. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, I want to ask you a question. I can remember seeing the hockey games when they were the original six teams. Yeah. Uh, you you were back then. You used to watch the games back then, right? Yeah. What would you say as far as talent-wise uh, back then and now? What is it? Talent-wise, the game itself. Do you think the games were better back then or yes. better now? Yes, they were better then. And have a great day. Get a new phone. You're right. We can't hear you. Five six seven oh five sixty. But you know something? That was then, and this is now. Remember that movie with uh, what's his name's kid, Martin Sheen's kid? What's his name? Emilio Estevez, and the one with the uh, Craig Sheffer. What? That was a pretty interesting movie uh, that was then and this is now. That had its moments. You know, I mean, uh, they didn't look too bad. 
And Emilio Estevez, though, he always looked neurotic, you know, like he was always a little bit off, like he was ready to go out and blow up a post office or a bank or something. He always looks a little uh, right on the edge. Like he's not too happy. Like like maybe he just uh, was walking down the hall behind Fat Boy. Got that kind of sour look on his face. Yeah, we understand that Fat Boy is terrorizing men and women around the building, wherever he pleases. In fact, you know something? I think it starts out with a farting, and then he, the next time he'll go in the tea room, and there'll be somebody in both stalls, and he'll just walk out in the hall, and, you know. Because, you know, when you're that big, can you imagine the pressure? Can you imagine the enormous amount of pressure that must be building within that creature? Oh, God. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Neil. See, at least Josh Friedman got the staples in, which released some air in various parts. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Couple more for your list. Uh, somebody stole my bank teller thing. Did you do cheerleaders? Yeah, we mail cheerleaders except for Trent Lott, and we're checking him out. Okay. Uh, choir directors, dance choreographers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All Man. Catholic priests. Right. Uh, that's it. Uh, also, it's um, good to hear that you're in a better mood today. I was worried that you were going to be moving to upstate New York, getting that dairy farm and opening the liquor store. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Well, have a nice one. Okay, and have a great life. I'll be seeing Batavia. Open line and date, 5670560. Boy, this is like biorhythms today. All of a sudden, see, we finally, it's taken us 14 months on this station to figure out our audience over here. It's a lot of the same people, but a lot of different new, some of the sports nerds spilled over. The sports nerds, all they care about is anal sex and uh, who are the fags. That's what they want to know. I think we're just going to do sex topics every day on this show. To hell with all the other crap. In fact, you know, Greg Reed, you think it costs you a hell of a lot less and get ten times the ratings. We'd be making millions here. We'd be rolling in money. Instead of sports talk, how about sex talk? Huh? Nobody cares about that boring sports crap. A very young Florida Gator team. The Florida Gators! Yeah, who cares? Man, I love these jingles, by the way. God. Something that actually, besides me, sounds vibrant and alive on this station. But anyway... Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Kendall. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, great topic today. Yes, it is. Uh, just to maybe add one to the list and make a couple of uh, observations. Yes, sir. Uh, wrestling coaches. Wrestling coaches. Coaches. Uh, absolutely but, correct, sir. Absolutely correct, sir. When I was a uh, senior in high school in upstate New York, I thought I'd go out for the wrestling team. Yeah. So I went to one practice, and wrestling, the practice rooms are smaller. It's not like a great big gym or anything. Mm -hmm. It's got mats all it's over the It's a more floor. confined area. Right, exactly. So all the sweat, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Right. But at the end of the practice, and since I was new to the whole thing, you know, it's learning, you know, the positions and the holes and this and that and the other thing. At the end of the practice, the coach came out with a little uh, a practice golf ball, a wiffle golf ball. You know, a little plastic thing with holes in it. Yeah. And divided up all the wrestling team into two parts. A whistle ball. A whistle ball. Right. right exactly. So one, the half, the half of the wrestling team got on one end of the wall, and the other half went to the other end of the room. The ball so was given. Yeah. yeah. The ball was given to one, to one half of the team, and they got into a huddle, and then they had to hide it someplace. Oh, they didn't hide it in their rectum, did they? The only place to hide it is in your jock strap. Yeah. So now the object is for the person with the golf ball to make it to the opposite end of the room with the golf ball. 
the object of the other team is to grope and everything to try to find the golf ball. Yeah. So you can imagine. In other words, the they're reaching in there to grab a ball. To grab a ball. Or right. two or three, yeah. You no, know, exactly. Now, what, so, if they come, what if they come out with a fistful of balls? Exactly. You uh-huh. know, like a fistful of, yeah, well, exactly. Right. The other thing is a couple. Now, let me of, ask you something. It's interesting you mentioned jockstrap. Do wrestlers wear just a regular jockstrap or do they wear a cup like hockey players? No, no cup like in baseball or hockey. It's right. It's just, a, you know, a support strap kind of a thing. Just, just a regular jock strap? That's it. Oh, my God. Now I'm more convinced than ever. Exactly right. Exactly right. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Just a flimsy little G-string? That's right. You don't put the package package together. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A tisket, a tasket. I think I'm feeling your uh, basket. Right, that protruding bulge. Right. Yeah, exactly. The other thing is a a few callers ago, (laughs) you had somebody call up about that major from uh, Miami that got stopped up there in Orange. I think he kind of missed the point. The, the officer was indignant, was mad because he knew what was going on. He knew that he was being profiled as, uh, a, you know, for an improper stop. If a guy's driving at night and he fits a certain profile, the cops make up anything that they want to pull him over and search the car. Yeah. And he was trying to let them know that he was he was on to their game. Look, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. What are you doing with me? I'm a police well, we know officer. that up in the Orlando area, they would never pick on no dark folks. <laughs> we know that. Especially. Unless they could. Okay. Okay, really have a great day, yourself. pal. Bye-bye. Thank you. So That was great. Here, uh, somebody faxes me. You don't want to miss this tomorrow night. The... Figure Skating Championships on ABC, oh! 9 o'clock tomorrow night. <laughs> For those of you who like fag events, now, the amazing part of this is that there are actually are heterosexual people that watch figure skating. Is there anybody out there and anybody in the world who can tell me? Why? Huh? What, what, why would you watch that? Have you ever watched that? Sometimes. Why? Like that Elvis I skate. Go? What? Because I skate. Yeah. So I want to see how, uh, you know, like, could I do that? There's a good so, in other words, what you're saying is that if straight people want to find out how something artistic is really done, they have to watch fags doing it. Is that what you're saying? There you go. Thank you. I rest my case. You know, whether it's music, whether it's the arts, whether it's skating, whether it's playing hockey, oops, let that slip out. Whether it's uh, directing programming in a radio, oops, whatever it might be. Whether it's uh, writing uh, great uh, novels or nonfiction, whether it's a great poetry, huh? It just goes on, whether it's uh, saving our country from these foreign invaders, whether it's being out there in the Navy like Jeff Trail. Oh, I'm sorry. How's he doing? Don't see him no more. Yeah, it's just amazing. Thank God for me opening up the uh, eyes and ears and uh, rears of America to like uh, what it's really all about. Okay, our topic tomorrow will be uh, graffiti in uh, ladies' rooms, so all you guys out there better start running around town writing some. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pine. Well, I'll think other women did it. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, we forgot about uh, plumbers. Plumbers? Yeah, they got all sorts of different sized pipes, sorted pipes. They walk around to crack their ass, always hanging out in front of everybody else. Do they? Okay, well, thanks. Okay, maybe he's talking about JL Plumber. Five six seven. I mean, he's a straight guy, but nevertheless, his uh, rectum is always showing. Five six seven oh five sixty in pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, how about people that work in Victoria's Secret and couriers? <laughs> Why did I know there was a name coming up with that one, huh? No names, please. Give them the George off the ear. Oh, God. Maybe he's talking about uh, that courier that used to drive up there in Michigan. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. We got the Hank Goldberg show from Shula State two at two o'clock. By the way, on the Hank Goldberg show today, they're going to be listing all of the gay hockey players in the NHL. It's a hell of a long list. In fact, I think Denise Potvin is the one that provided Hank with a list. Long, long list. Wow, amazing. You'll be shocked when you hear some of the names. And for a manly sport like that, you'd be amazed. Here's uh, Miami Lakes. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing, sir? Great. Good. Just have, I, I've just been listening for a show for a little while. I'm not sure if you have any of these. Number one, male models. Now, you know something? Nobody mentioned that. Definitely 99%, except for our friend JT in Orlando. We're not sure about it. And me, I'm a former male model, so I'm, I'm right. the other exception. Okay. Number two, race, yes. cars, race, race car drivers who win a lot. Right. Not to mention any names. <laughs> not to mention any names. Right. Next, NFL safeties and wide receivers. Yes. Which I could mention at least one name. Okay, thank you, sir, but I won't. Yeah, well, why do you think they call him wide receiver? Huh? Not to mention a couple of quarterbacks, too. Jesus, look at this. I got 450 pages already filled up here. I got enough to, to print a book. Better than that Margaret Orth book, I'll guarantee you that, and certainly more factual. These folks didn't let us down today, man. The list is never-ending. It is just endless out there. It goes on and on and on. And, of course, truck drivers, I'm not going to say that they're what you'd call your ordinary standard gay. They're just lonely. You know, when they get out there at those truck stops, there is some heavy, heavy-duty stuff that goes down at the truck stops. So I hear and read. I've never spent any time at a truck stop, but I hear some real interesting stories about what goes on there, you know? I got another one for the dyke side of the speaking of. How about lady uh, truck drivers? Huh? With maybe only one exception that we can think of since we did know one lady truck driver, although uh, <laughs> we're not really all that sure. Yeah. Oh, two of them? Did she also drive a truck? The babbling brook also was a lady truck driver? I thought you were. That's not I was I, talking I about Randy. I thought you were talking about Brooke. She was a truck driver? No, I don't know. Oh, I was talking about Randy. Well, what's the difference? <laughs> Aren't they, the, aren't they the same person? Uh-huh. Same act, I'll tell you that. Same rating. <laughs> Lady truck drivers. Boy, why do you think they call those trucks diesel trucks? And why do you think they call them diesel dykes? wonder if Ann Bishop ever drove a truck. Huh? I used to make jokes all that. That's why she hated me like poison. I used to always make those comments about Ann, you know, driving her diesel rig down the Hershey Highway. I bet you Sandy was porked off about that. 1256 at 560 WQAM. Let me tell you about my own. In fact, I bet you Jeff Cohen's got his ear glued to this. Because if there's anything that has to do with sex, with perversion, with no matter what kind it is, he wants to hear about it, he wants to sniff it, he wants to know it. It's the one to two hour. Father-in-law, would you get off my bus? If your daughter's so perfect, why'd she marry such a pus? Father-in-law, you think you're better than me? But I don't eat in cafeterias, and I have cable TV. Always wearing black shoes with Bermuda shorts. You complain about Sadica, you won't drive it in for. Too much swearing in the movies, too many songs at the beach. Everyone except Greg should have been in beach. Father-in-law, you like driving big cars. Father-in-law, tell me I am a creep, but I 
All right. All the best. 102 at 560 WQ. Welcome to our big one to two hour. We're uh, outing the entire world here today, and uh, quite frankly, I think we got a real good head start, if I can use that expression. What a bunch of crap. Huh? So anyway, Scott, I had something really, right on the tip of my tongue, something incredibly important to pass out. Oh, yeah, that's right, Marines. Only a few Marines are, yeah, well, you know, and you can always tell by the ones that say Semper Fi. Huh? If they say Semper Fi, that's usually a pretty good tip-off. It's just that drill team. Yeah, they're drilling it. You know, I love I love those old military guys, especially the Navy guys that always. Oh no, you you make these things up. You're just like the guy that t- was telling me the other day about wrestling, about how I'm uh, I'm uh, fantasizing because I'm a fag. Therefore, I'm, I got news for you. Let me say it again. Both newspapers today on the back page of the sports sections, the All Broward County Wrestling Team. Okay, these are all high school kids, 17, 18 years old. Okay, and if any of them looked really good, I would admit to you, hey, they look pretty good. You know, I wouldn't mind mounting them. Yeah, even though that would be in, the, and I wouldn't use no names for obvious reasons. But I wouldn't touch any of them. I've never seen I've never seen a wrestler, a high school, a college, a professional wrestler that titillated me, if I can say that, even slightly. So it's not the fact that I'm uh, fantasizing or I'm uh, conjuring these things. I mean, it's obvious. You have to be totally uh, just blocked it out in your head not to see it. You know. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. This is a Julio. Hey, how about bikers? Bikers. And the surveyors. Yeah. Uh, we got one, John Harris. He's one of those. <laughs> you got what? Yeah, like the movie, like the movie uh, with Al Pacino cruising. Yeah. Yeah, there are a bunch of homos there. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was your favorite, cruising, a real homophobic movie if there ever was one. But that's the kind of image a lot of you guys like to think it's all about. And, uh, yeah, we don't care. Here's a Here's a payphone in Miami. Hello. Payphone in Miami. Hello? Payphone in Miami. Somebody spent money to make this call and they're gone? Oh, my God. Probably is they ran out of quarters. And it wasn't no payphone either. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. That's a bitch, ain't it, when those guys run out of quarters? Oh, no. Not now. Here's Coconut Creek. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. All right. I got a couple for you. How about hairdressers? Yeah. Waiters. Waiters we got. You got a weatherman. TV weatherman. Excellent. I mean, other than Bob Weaver and Bob Soper and uh, Don... Uh, well, no. Other than them. Brian Norcross. Right. Okay. I went down to uh, Nick's. Other than Brian Norcross and uh, that uh, uh, Kamal guy. Stormfields. Other than them. Stormfields. Yeah. Peppy Fields. I went down I went down to Nick's in Miami. Yes. Um, I bought a Mentos. How long is it going to take me to choke one of them down? It all depends on where you're sticking it, I guess. Rectum. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Well, we know where his heart is at. Heart, I said. Pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Our big gigantic one and two hour. This uh, this is the first of a seventy five part series, by the way. No, I'm serious. We'll get a call eventually if I have to bring it up every day just briefly about uh, graffiti and ladies. I mean, why don't you just say yes or no? That's all. Yes or no. A simple yes or no would suffice. A yeah. or a no. That's all we're looking for. Although I, I can honestly say, I'm trying to think it was in a restaurant somewhere years ago when I had, I mean, this isn't the story about the place where I slowed off the toilet seat. What was the name of that joint? Up there on uh, 441. Don't you remember that story that I told you? I can't, that Italian restaurant? I was there with Bill Calder and his wife, and I was uh, doing the green apple quick step because there was somebody in there, and I finally just barely uh, got in there, and I sat down on the seat, and it slid right off the uh, seat. 
stood right on the floor with me on it. And through some miracle of the Lord, I was there. I, you know, I didn't have that usual reflex like the minute you sit down, you know, you have that release because your mind is saying it. In fact, sometimes as you're getting closer to it, your mind is saying, it. no, no, not yet. No, this was in some other restaurant, and I just, sorry. I mean, uh, that was it. There was there was no more waiting. And the men's room, it was well, a small place, and the men's room was ocupado. There was somebody sitting on it. And so uh, what could I do? I went in the ladies' room. I took a chance. And there was nobody in there, and I in the ladies' room. Huh? There you go. Be headlines in the Herald tomorrow. Neil Rogers out of the closet, dumps in ladies' room. Well, you don't count. And, and there was no graffiti in there, by the way. I did take notice at that time. But that's that's all my experience. I'm sure I haven't checked them all out yet. Here's a uh, wrong line. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Great. Uh, you left out coaches. A lot of coaches. Or something's wrong with them. Swimming coaches, wrestling coaches. All coaches. Yeah, all uh, coaches. Bag boys. Bag boys. Uh, not all. Not all. Lots. And bank tellers. We got that one. That's uh, a given. That's guaranteed. Okay, you the man. Okay, I the man. I the I man. Only I'm alive and he's not, and he's making millions and I'm not. The I man, I still don't get it. He's talking to Fred down on there on the ranch. How's Fred on the ranch, huh? Here's Aventura. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know if it was said or not, but all real estate agents. Not all. Most of them. Besides Joan and Rob. <laughs> Most Dave, of them. Chris just, and Becky, right? You just see the ones that come over here. Real estate agents. Now, that, this is a, a fly opener to me. I never heard that before. Oh, man. There's, I get scared when they drive up over here. Huh. And also for the guy who said uh, all Honda drivers, tell him to jump into his John Deere tractor and I'll race him any day. Okay. All right. See ya. <laughs> oh. He said, tell him to jump into his John, comma, Deere. I'm telling you, there's another one of those tea room cruisers from Westland. You could recognize the voice. Eight minutes after one at 5.60, we introduced this town to glory holes, to uh, the real graffiti in ladies' rooms, to uh, all of these fag professions. It's about time we started having some honest talk on the radio instead of this crap about a very young Florida Gator team. Oh, God. And by the way, I think I'm going to stop at uh, Shockbuster today, see if I can't find me the Michigan State fight song. Getting ready for uh, getting beat by Duke this weekend. You know, we'll probably get our ass kicked, but who cares, huh? There's a little glory hole for MSU. Well, I'd sure like to go back and see, now that I know what I know now, now it's time to go back to college. Oh, yeah. Huh? Now that I know that I've lived all of these long years and accumulated this massive learning and all this perversion, now is the time to go back and check things out at MSU. I can just imagine. I can, you know, in fact, I can't even begin to imagine the kind of crap that's going on over there. But I'd sure like to try. Crap. <laughs> Jackson like to do kind of a fact. Who's it kidding? Is it you? Yes. No, 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 no
listening. 115 is 5 Just like my mother used to, to repeat old stories over and over again. Forget about Steve Nichol, okay? He's small potatoes. He was straight, though. So anyway, hey, I was just reminiscing, by the way, speaking of wrestling and the fact that virtually everybody anonymously and unanimously agrees today that the wrestling is a fag pursuit. And there may be a few straight people in it because they're confused and haven't caught on yet that they're being mounted. But when I was in Bellow Snyder's summer camp at Fourth Lake, New York, in the Adirondacks in upstate New York when I was 16 years old many years ago, there was a kid named Gary Schwartz. This just, this just came back. Isn't it funny how your memory comes uh, flushing back and rushing back? And you can get like a little stiff in the loin thinking about it. There was a real, real good-looking kid named Gary Schwartz. We were both like 16 years old at the time. And he and I, for some reason, not that we didn't like each other, but you, you developed these kind of rivalries in camp, you know, friendships, rivalries, and we always wound up wrestling on the floor together. Huh? Boy, did I like that. And you, did I did I grab his parts? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's that's a good way to, you know, especially when a guy's got no jockstrap, just, you know, in your clothing. That's always a good way to kind of, like, weaken him yes. for the kill, you know, to get him down on the ground, yes. just in the right position. Gary Schwartz. How you doing, Gary? Sure hope he got off his knees. Here's uh, Opalaka. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Great. I got three to add to your list if you don't know. Oh, my yeah. God. Number one, male social workers. Male social workers. Yes. Yeah. I know one of those. <laughs> number, yeah. Number two. Yeah. City mayors. City mayors? Uh-huh. And number three, independent council. Okay. Love you. Thank you. Okay, we have an open line on the out-of-town line, wherever that is, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. This is an endless list. It goes on and on and on. Is there an end in sight? No. No. just goes on forever. Here's Naples. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have two for you. <laughs> okay. NFL quarterbacks and centers. Isn't that obvious? Yeah. And uh, the other thing is the response to your uh, graffiti thing. Yes. Like like yourself, I've been in there a couple times because I couldn't wait. Right. And uh, not only is there no graffiti, but uh, they're about 100 times cleaner than the men's rooms. Yeah, isn't that something? I love it. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, see, men are slobs. We admit it. We're slobs. We go in there and we make a mess and throw stuff on the floor. And, uh, you know, that's the manly thing to do. Even us fags, we tend to be slobs. But women, of course, uh, even women who are slobs, they, in certain areas, like when you go to the – they don't call it the ladies' room. It's the powder room, you know. And they go in there to, like, kind of socialize. In fact, if you've ever been in a ladies' room that is a real powder room, you notice it is a powder room. There's an area where they, they can do all kinds of stuff in there, you know, powder their face, put on the makeup, and et cetera. They have a lounge. Yeah, right, exactly. It's not just a place to do a, you know, some of those disgusting things that nature requires. It's a place to go in there and schmooze and socialize and freshen up and uh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Compare sizes. Mike, what's your name, was doing uh, Santino's wife and the godfather there at the uh, at the wedding. Remember that? And by the way, it wasn't, uh, what's your name? It wasn't, uh, who did the guy say it was the other day? Playing uh, Santino's wife in there. It wasn't Rita Moreno. Sorry. You lose. How the hell would she have had time for that anyway? She was always doing $10,000 pyramid with Dick Clark. And Bill Cullen with a wooden leg. What, you don't like Rita Moreno? You know, she was great no, in, just in, uh, in fame. Remember that scene in yeah. fame? Wicked. And she says, what do you call that? Wicked. Hey, Leroy. Who wants to go to an effing dance school anyway, Leroy? Here's a mo great movie. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, what about office managers and receptionists? And also, I have another thing to ask. What 
the homosexual cars, what kinds of cars to drive, like the little pickups and the Miatas and the things like that. I didn't know there was such a thing. I just keep looking for the rainbow fa- flag. Right. Is there such a thing? Yes. A Miata? Yeah. Well, Alex Bennett drove a Miata. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, he, was, you know, he I, was from Frisco, yeah. I have one comment. I'm a heterosexual, and uh, um, I think homosexuals are, are good people, and most of them make good neighbors, as long as they don't try to make a pass with me or whatever, uh, we're okay, because um, I, I truly believe that they're born that way, and they, they, they can't control it. Yes, we are. Okay. Okay. Uh, See so, yeah, plus you're not my type. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I mean, anybody that would argue that anymore that it's, uh, you know, not genetic is, uh, you know, probably akin to Jerry Falwell, probably doing Jerry Falwell or pictures of him or maybe just jerking off the pictures of Jerry Falwell. We have an open line, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. By the way, who sent me that uh, porno video that I got in the mail yesterday? It says on the, uh, did you, oh, you, I opened it in here. On the tape itself, it says um, Adventures in Italy. And it may be some adventures in Italy, but uh, quite frankly, I never had no adventures in Italy like that. Not yet, anyway. Wow. Man. Squirt, squirt. Put that Peter North in his place. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. You know, I got one for you. Yes, sir. When I was in high school, I, was, I wrestled. And definitely the Matt Boy's got to be one. The Matt Boy? Yeah, but his job was to clean the mat after we all got done wrestling. <laughs> I kid you not. Yeah. Now, did he do that with like a towel or his tongue? He did it with a towel and a tongue. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. Hey, can I get a long-time, old-time request? Maybe. Lonesome faggot? Okay. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, he was uh, talking about the mat boy. Then I thought he was going to talk about the uh, mop boy that goes into those uh, peep booth places, you know? How'd you like to have that kind of a job? <laughs> okay, let's not get too far afield. Okay, we'll save that. We can kill four hours with that tomorrow. Or, hey, two hours and 50 minutes tomorrow. Just when we're finally uh, making a comeback here, we got, you know what I'm saying? We had those two days that threw us off completely last Thursday and Friday with that Marlin baseball crap. We finally, it took us three days today. We're making a comeback. Everybody's doing great. We got a list longer than my uh, armpit. And tomorrow we got Marlins and the Cardinals at 1250 again. Oh, man. Boy, talk about just taking all the steam out of your sails. Here's uh, Cutler Ridge. Hello. Cutler Ridge. Going once. Okay, long gone. It probably hit the tea room. Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, before the uh, news break, you were talking about news, the news break. Uh, I want uh, about a couple of minutes. To Commercial watch. break. Yeah, we don't have any news. Okay, we just have you know, spots. Anyway, lots and lots of spots. We were we were talking about the uh, plumbers. The plumbers. When you look at the sink, the holes in the sink that the faucet comes through are called cock holes. Yeah. And if you want to blank one of them out, you go into the shop and you ask for a cock hole cover. Mm-hmm. Just thought, pay us a line. Okay, thank you. Okay, we believe you. Do we believe him? Yes! 5670560. Oh, By the way, the... Um... This uh, briefing, which appears to about be about to wrap up... Oh, thank God. This guy's been briefing us for hours now. It's uh, James Rubin from the State Department. ...by the highest court in Britain. Uh, upholding charges, and I'm going to read here now from the Associated Press. Oh, I thought it was about uh, that were bombing Kosovo. A few moments ago, Britain's highest court today upheld uh, former Chilean General Augusto Pinochet's arrest on charges of oh, good. human rights violations. However, Nazi the court bastard. at the same time threw out uh, many of the charges, 27 of the 30 charges, in a Spanish warrant against Damn the it. Uh, former Chilean dictator. For, yeah. the time being, for the time being, it means that. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Pinochet will remain in Britain. Let's go to the Pentagon well, that, now. You know something? That's good enough punishment right there, don't you think? Huh? 
Uh-huh. Murdering bastard, having to stay in Brit with all those constipated uh, maniacs. By the way, we left out British guys. That should have been right there at the top of the list. I mean, you know, other than Tony Blair and uh, Prince William, what do you think about Prince William with those red cheeks? Here's uh, Medley. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I got a couple more for you, Neil. God, going to get a new page, yes? We got uh, tow truck drivers. Tow truck drivers? Oh, man, they're right up there near the top, buddy. They're towing it? You ever have your car towed? Yes. I uh, have it towed a little more often. Uh, check into that. <laughs> okay. And uh, also, uh, guys that work in animal hospitals. Oh, yeah, definitely. You take your uh, dog to the vet. What do you think about that? No question about it. Ain't lying, buddy. Have a good one. Okay. Now, that's true. I don't know what it is about that. In fact, remember uh, a few years ago, I think it was like uh, three or four years ago, we had a sponsor that was like a veterinary school. Remember that? And they were advertising on a show. See, th this is a misconception. A lot of people think that because I'm out of the closet the last 200 years that the majority of the people in this audience are gay, which is not true. Um, but they believe that. Or they think that we've got this gigantic gay audience, which I also don't believe. I don't think we really do. But nevertheless, uh, they advertised on the show because they said to me at the time, because I went and met with these people, they said that a lot of gay people get into that animal grooming uh, veterinary for whatever reason. I don't know what that is, but there's some attraction that's there. You know, in fact, when you really stop and think about what you can understand the attraction when you're artistic, like, you know, interior decorators, fashion designers. That makes sense for the stereotypical artsy fartsy uh, queens. You know, we, we understand that. But there are a lot of these other professions where uh, there's no rhyme or reason, is there? You know, like the uh, proctologist, for example. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil, God. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Uh, I got a couple for your list here, although the guy stole my thunder on Weatherman. Uh, how about movie critics? Yeah, well, now that, like I said before, since Gene Siskel died, there isn't one straight guy left. <laughs> and uh, in closing, how about hockey coach in Philadelphia? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh boy, it's funny, you know, he was uh suspended those two games for throwing his stick, even it and the stick too, and they won the two games. They hadn't won a game in twelve games. Uh Roger gets stuck upstairs there. Of course we weren't talking about Roger, were we? No. Roger gets uh, stuck up there. And they win two games in a row, including over my leaves. Oh boy, it must have just been a coincidence. Those are just rumors you're hearing anyway. And by the way, you didn't you read that article by David J. Neal, Roger's getting married, didn't you read that? Uh -huh. Yeah, he's getting married. <laughs> Or he got married or something like that. Those are just nasty rumors. We'll check with Rimmer. I'm, in fact, I'm going to ask Rimmer about that this weekend when he buys us dinner. Anybody on the team believe in Rimmer's buying us dinner? No. In fact, I hear Scott Mellonby's got a bet with the entire Panther organization, uh, heavy-duty cash, too, by the way, that when the check comes, Rimmer will say, oh, gee, left that damn wallet at home again. Or when he opens up the uh, wallet to get those credit cards out, the moths will get in the way. That's what that was in. Well, I'm, I'm busy reading a very important facts here. A fake facts from somebody allegedly uh, known as Dave from a Sterling Appraisal. Dear Mr. Rogers, I'm writing to complain. Uh, writing to complain. That's T O O T. Oh, oh. Complain about your vulgar, uh, vulgar V U L G E R language on the air. Not only is it not only is disgusting with two S's D I S S G U S T I N G, but not appropriate as well. I am period as of this day filing F I L E I N G. A report with the FCC and proper authorities. Remember, Mr. Rogers, you reach a large audience, and the majority of these people are little children. A majority of these people are little children. I thought they were all in school right now, huh? Aren't they in school? No. Oh. So please keep the assholes to a minimum. And, oh, regarding your poll question, you left out radio personality spelled with a, a T-Y-S. Another fake fax with one of our chronic uh, faxers handwriting in the bottom. Pretty weak. Well, I mean, maybe the, maybe he's talking about many of the people have the uh, IQ of little children. 
including, you know, all these illiterate people that would like to concern citizens that we heard from yesterday. Let's see, uh, post office workers. Yeah, postal workers. Nobody called that in. they absolutely correct. I can name some names there. Toll plaza workers, with the exception of my good friend uh, Sylvia. Chefs, weight trainers. And then uh, under the dike list, they've got the PE coaches, women uh, cops, and FedEx drivers. Also, it says, I'm not, I drive a Honda, I'm not a faggot, I'm a breeder. Yeah, that's what we're worried about. Let's see, here's another one for our list. Uh, copier tech, it says, all copier technicians, every single one of them. Each and every one. Okay, well, we're learning a lot here today. I'll tell you that, even I'm learning. Here's a lady in North Miami Beach. Hello. Gay, 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 gay. Okay, Ken, uh, Ken Block wants to get in. Ken Block, he was on uh, with our, on uh, Monday. You know, I was I was thinking about him coming to work this morning. About the fact that let's see, three and a half years we're going to be out of here. I'll be uh, almost sixty years old, so he's going to be have to be like uh, I don't know forty in the early forties. What's he going to do at that point? What's he going to do when I take off for uh, unknown places at that point? What's he going to do? Because that'll be like almost thirty years of his life that he's been doing this. Wow. You owe me, and believe me, I don't want nothing from you, but you owe me like uh, something. Like about $10 million would be nice. Does he have a job, do you think? No. Does he have a wife? No. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. One more for the list. Bodybuilders. Got it. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Got that. Bodybuilders, C. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, I got one for the list. Okay. How about uh, people that work on cruise ships? Cruise ship people, huh? Yeah, definitely. No, I mean, they learned a lot about cruising. Yeah, nuts. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, sir. The list, it keeps growing and growing and growing and growing. Unbelievable. Never seen in my wildest dreams. I never envisioned anything like this. Where's that thing that, oh, yeah, Jennifer said. It just keeps getting bigger. Right. Here's a lady in Phoenix. Hello. Hi, you know, I, I'm calling from Phoenix, and I... Kind of like a new listener, but I'd like to yell at you and ask a favor at the same time. Okay. First off, I want you to play two sound bites for me. Two. Two. Tijuana. And Tijuana what? Well, (laughs) if you if you you know sing in Tijuana. Yeah. Yes, and then the Helen Keller song. Okay. And then the the thing I want to yell at you about. Now you're going to, you asked me for two, and I said, okay, now you're going to yell at me? Well, I... Probably not a good technique, but go ahead, give it a shot. Well, okay, so you know your other sound bite where you yell at this, where this one person is yelling, look at that behind. You know, it's like you're kind of taking, you know, a stab at some look. people that are not as thin as other people. At fat people? Yeah. Well, what's wrong with that? I'm a fat person. What's wrong with making fun of fat people? Well, if you were blind, would you say... Would you make fun of blind people if you were... No, I'm not blind, but I still make fun of blind people, so what's wrong with that? Well... you got to have a sense of humor to survive. Well, I have a sense of humor in almost everything. Right. Except certain things. Except you're fat. Are you a fat cow? How dare you? Well, I, I don't, I've never seen you. I just asked, and already well, no, you're insane. I mean, it's like, it's so like the fact that you're incensed, you must be a fat cow. No, it's... The fact how, that you reacted the way you did. How dare you? You just don't... You just don't... Okay, are, are, are you pleasingly plump? I'm, I'm normal. So then why would you be upset about fat? If you're normal, <laughs> then why are you upset about having a big fat ass? You, are you normal like size but have a fat ass? Because then you ought to come over here. Forget about Phoenix. They like fat asses down here, especially the Cuban guys. They're into oh, big ass. Rude. 
Oh, yeah. I'm just... Come on down here, sweetheart. You'll be busy 15 hours a day. Oh, please. How dare you? Yeah, how dare I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. You. Uh, anyway, so will you play my song? Sure, no problem. And by the way, lose some weight. And she said, what's wrong with that? She's a fat bitch, okay? What's wrong with that? How dare you? Well, I mean, that answered the question right off the bat. Huh? Right? I had a chick named Kay. One day she flew away to Tijuana where the moon is blue. The moon is blue. But with our right-wing censorship, there are words that mustn't slip to truly tell you how I feel for Kay. So, if you see Kay in Tijuana, I'll see you in Tijuana too. Now, if you see Kay, tell her I miss her each day, and the FCC won't let me sing this. Song I wrote today. Now if you see Kay, take her hand, gently say that after this transmission I'll be out in 90 days. Oh, if you see Kay in Tijuana, then I'll see you with Tijuana. Go, wanna go, but gotta see you with Tijuana too. Oh! So, 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 what if she was a little bit? Chunky, huh? Porky. She really did get porky there at the end, didn't she? She's a cow. How dare you? That's a dead tip-off. That was a dead giveaway, huh? I mean, I don't understand that. I've been making fun of fat people all my life. If I were slim and perfect like some people out there, not too many, then it would be uh, pretty nasty. I'd probably still do it. But, I mean, the fact that I'm fat, you know, people have said, hey, look at that fat slob, huh? What's wrong with that? If you want to eat like a pig and look like a pig, then people are going to call you a pig. And it's just a question if you want people to say, hey, look at that, you know. Or if you want to say, look at that fat cow. Here's the great facts, by the way, that's got some of these uh, fag occupations. Now, the one I think may be stretching it a little bit. Any male teacher at Columbus High, a little bit uh, carrying away. Um, any soldier, especially the Coast Guard, it says, and what it says, don't drop the coast. And it says, former Boy Scout, but how about uh, the one that I came up with reading that, scout troop leaders. Huh? Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts? Not all, just... Many. Don't say most. Any man that knows how to sew. Oh! Darn. Male masseuse, masseuse. Men's fitting room attendant. It said the inventors of the glory hole. Radio talk show host on QAM from 10 to 2. And also it says, I don't know, Ed Berliner. Or is that Ber Berliner? How does that say that again? Ed Berliner! Berliner. <laughs> Woo! In fact, you know... They spent so much for the jingle package that after it came back like that, they had to can his ass because they didn't have anybody here named Ed Berliner. What a what a schmuck he is. He is He's an asshole. Oh, God. You know, it's one thing if somebody's talented and they're arrogant and stuck up, you know, and uh, got a you know, big opinion of themselves. But when somebody's just a piece of trash, like no talent piece of a turd who really thinks he's a hotshot like Ed Berliner, and everybody despises him like poison, then, you know, you you, you scrape the bottom of the barrel. As in, how dare you? She was great, all the way from Phoenix, no less. She won your heart in The Miracle Worker. Despite her handicaps, she left behind a lifetime of achievements. And now, with the discovery of rare audio tapes found in a basement somewhere in New Jersey, Def Jam Records makes available to you Helen Keller Sings the Blues. 
of recordings from the 1950s by Helen Keller herself, wailing out of pound of sound. <laughs> to order yours, have your credit card ready and call 1-800. Order now and get a bonus disc of duets by Marley Madeline and Johnny Ray. One forty-four at five sixty. WQM the Hankover Show from Shula Steak Two coming up at two o'clock. Then we got the booster six to seven very briefly because we don't want to interrupt uh, his four or five feedings tonight. Come on, lose some weight, Boog, will you? We don't have people calling from Phoenix about what a big fat ass you got. Come on, Boog, you're a good guy, but God, are you uh, dying over there? And then seven o'clock we got the pregame show. Seven thirty, Rangers and the Panthers tonight. Are we ready? Oh. Panthers going to kick their ass. Noah Pavel tonight. He'll be ready in the, in in due time. Like Linda Blair said in The Exorcist, in time. Right? Remember that? Do it again. In time. You know what? I'm good and ready. Like he's saying, uh, what do you want for 10 million a year? Want me to play Hurt? So anyway, here's uh, Carolyn again, who's uh, hot to trot on this. She says, more lesbians, nuns. How could we leave that out? So obvious. Nuns. And uh, gay guys, airline reservations people. Oh, yeah. So many people at the airports, okay? If you go out to Miami International, Fort Lauderdale Airport, the people, I'm not talking about the touristas, but the people are working in the airports. Can you? And, of course, I, it's funny. I was taking a leak at MIA last time waiting for a plane, and I was thinking to myself, can you imagine, like, in the wee hours of the morning? Because late at night, these aren't airports where there's, like, a lot of flight action late at night. A lot of tourist action. There's other kinds of action, and I was just imagining to myself what must be going on there late at night at the airports. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about win one for old glory. Here's the facts. It says I'm a 22-year-old Julio, straight, of course. Of course. We believe you. Do we believe him? No. Yeah, we do. Worked several years ago at Structure, the clothing store, and I'm certain that the retail fashion industry has the most homosexuals working within of any industry in the world. That, that's possible. The retail fashion industry. On behalf of everyone in our orifice, on behalf of the students at FIU, et cetera, and so on, we love your ass and the rest of you, too. Thank you, Julio. So there you go. We really opened up a Pandora's box today. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil, I got two more for you. Yes? Guys who work at Pier 1 Imports and jet skiers. Jet skiers? Yeah. Those guys are kooks. Okay. Thank you. See ya. Jet skiers? Like that one from Canada that was doing all that bad weed? What was he? He wasn't a jet skier. He was a um, snowboarder. snowboarder. Yeah, he's just a boarder. Five six seven oh five sixty. <laughs> he's just a boarder is all he is. What was his name again? You'll never know. You talk about five seconds of fame. I remember he was blonde. I remember he wasn't too bad. He looked okay from the right angle. But uh, his name, no chance. Goes to show you, man, how the media manipulate us. For a couple of seconds, we think something is really uh, exciting and important and big. I don't know how big it was, but uh, there you go. Shrunk into total anonymity. Took his weed and went back to Vancouver. Here is a mobile in Boca. Hello. Mobile in Boca. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Great. All right, uh, here's one for you. How about all Disney World employees? Yeah, we were saying before, most uh, most amusement park, but D- Disney, of course, has got a lot. They come first. Yeah. All right, see you later. Okay, see ya. How, how about, now getting on not just Disney, but how about clowns? Huh? Isn't that a good one? Anybody ever know a straight clown? No. In fact, that's going to be our definitive poll question. 
which one is the most unanimous with like virtually no exception, clowns or priests? I think that's uh, nip and tuck, neck and neck, nose to nose. Clowns. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I got three for you. Okay. Oh, by the way, that restaurant was Vinny's you're trying to think of. Vinny's, that's right. What a memory, huh? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay, as far as the girls, how about roller derby? Roller derby, unanimous, guaranteed, dykes. And for the guys, I got two for you. Uh, anybody who works at an antique store or owns one? Yeah. And art galleries? Art gallery, artsy fartsy. Yeah. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay. God bless you. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT. We've got a list here from here to goddamn Massachusetts, man, for as long as my arm and elbow and everything put together. Unbelievable. Which goes to show you, boy, that there were just everywhere, all over the place. Just, uh, I mean, no matter where you look, under every rock and nook and cranny. Not to mention that George step on top of us. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Yeah, it's a heterosexual world. When are you going to deal with it? It is? It is a heterosexual world. Why yeah. is it that you fags think that everybody in their uncle is a homo or has you sound like You sound like a homo to me. You know, I'm no homo. I am straight. I like those boobs. You sound like a real homo. I man. like those You boobs. sound like a fudge pack. Why is it that every Why, why do you have a sock? How come you have a sock? Oh, did you say dick? How come why? you have a sock over your phone? Why? You didn't answer my question. How come you have why a sock? When you take the sock off your phone, I'll talk to you. I don't have a sock on the phone. Yeah, you have a sock over it. Maybe not over the phone. Yeah. What did he say? He said something about dick. Five six seven oh five sixty. And we don't we don't assume that everybody is gay. It's just a, I think it was an interesting point. We know that wrestlers and of course most of these people that are calling in today are heterosexual, of course, aren't they? Yeah. There you go. But even they recognize you. When are you going to get with the program? See, that's what bothers you, sir. This is the whole purpose of the program today is to point out to people like you who can't deal with it. You're just going to have to deal with it. Okay. The most important, the most influential, the artist, the athletic, the uh, everything, everywhere you go. Just like ABC tomorrow night, they got those fag figure skaters on there. Probably get a 90 share. They had the uh, Academy Award, the Oscars on the other night. What percentage of those people in Hollywood do you think are fags, huh? I hear people on this station talking about the Academy Awards, but they'll never fess up to how what percentage of those people are those artsy-fartsy actors and actresses and directors and cinematographers and makeup people and uh, best boys and best girls and whatever. What do you think they call them best boy for, huh? Ever think about that? Oh! Asshole. He's got a sock on it. Maybe he used to hang out with Dick Clark at the sock hop. You think he ever hung out with Dick at the sock hop? 10 before 2 at 560 WQAM. If you want to get hooked. <laughs> I love those people. All right. Hey, listen, we're not going to out your pal. Don't worry about it. 